0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser.
1: And I'm at Bose. It's 2024, lovers, which means it's time to look back at 2023.
0: Did ko Gaye Hum Kahan teach us to put down our phones and embrace life?
1: Did we finally learn the secret to the big O in Thank You for Coming?
0: And when is Rambir Kapoor's animal going to join the electric mayhem?
1: All this and more as we recap 11 notable releases from the latter half of last year
0: before we begin we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on treaty six territory home to first nations and metis people matt i can't believe it it's february february 2024 we made it uh we are back from our vacation we went to mexico uh, for a week.
1: Not a lot of Hindi movies there.
0: No, there, there was not a there lot. Not of... even
1: any damn movies on the damn plane.
0: No, there. Well, there there were two. Um, there was Jund, the Amitabh Bachchan film, and then there was a. Oh, there was like a rugby movie with Abbe Dale. But that... there
1: was no TVs though. You had to watch it on your phone.
0: Oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah. It
1: sucked. Yeah, it was
0: the cost cutting they're no longer putting the TVs on the the back of the seats at least on WestJet flights you have to like use an app anyways uh yes, we This episode
1: is not sponsored by WestJet. <laughs> we
0: we went to Mexico uh and got sunburnt and avoided what was some brutally cold weather back here in Edmonton. Uh and then we We did
1: get a weather alert while we were there though that a cold front was moving in. <laughs> yeah. It was only going to be 27 degrees.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in Cancun.
1: This was very charming. Uh
0: yeah. yes. Uh and then yeah, we took a we took a bit of a break as we got situated into the new year. Uh but we're back Happy Happy belated New Year to everyone! Um, we're excited to talk about the movies that we've been watching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now, because we're recording this podcast a little later than usual, uh, the Filmfare Awards have happened, mm. <laughs> uh, so we can talk uh, first about the Filmfare Awards. Now. I follow awards. I follow like North American awards quite closely. I, I love the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really figured out how to follow the Bollywood awards. I feel like they announce the. But they all are. Yeah, they, they announce the the nominations, and then like a week later, they have the awards ceremony. Like it, it, it all seems to happen very quickly. Um, so I feel like, and I've never, I've never watched any of the award ceremonies, um, but I'm always. I, I think awards are, are fun, I think they're interesting, I don't necessarily put too much validity in them uh, in terms of, yes, these are the best films and best performances of the year. Well,
1: I saw who best actor is for this one, and I agree, I don't put validity <laughs> okay. into that either.
0: But as a talking point, um, I enjoyed them. Now you're usually in the dark, but I guess you you know who best actor is.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, so where do you, where do you want to start? Start at the top. You want to start at best film?
1: No, whatever you want. Okay,
0: we'll whatever start, the order is. We'll start with best film. Okay. Um. So the nominees were Twelfth Fail, Animal, Jawan, OMG2, Patan, Rocky Aur Rani Ki Prem
1: Kahani. Patan. No. Animal. No. Twelfth Fail. Twelfth Fail. Oh.
0: The latest from Vidhu Vinod Chopra. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Best Director.
1: We'll talk about it later.
0: <laughs> best Director. We have Vidu Vinod Chopra for 12th Fail. Yeah. Amit Rai for OMG2. Ashley for Jawan. Karen Johar for Rani Ki Kipram Kahani. Sandy Vanga for Animal. Siddharth for Patan. Chopra. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. it also went to Vidu Vinod Chopra. Um, yeah. Which I think was a bit. It was on my radar. It, it was, sneaks into the theaters was like on, within a
1: couple of weeks of the end of the year.
0: Well, I think it was October, actually.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, I'll come on to uh, streaming around then.
0: Yes, it's it's available on Hotstar. Um, we will be talking about it this episode. Yeah, and it was on it was on my list because I heard good things, and then just kind of I feel like over the past few months the word of mouth has just really grown for for Twelfth Fail, vale, and so I'm I'm happy to see it picking up those awards. Mm-hmm. Okay, best actor.
1: I know <laughs> this one. And you
0: already know who is it, man? It's
1: Ranbir Kapoor
0: for Animal. Yes. Uh, he, he, uh, he
1: would definitely win most actor.
0: Certainly, yes, yes. Which
1: is what awards often are. It's just like That's true. That's the easiest thing to point out. Like, yeah. that, that man is acting yeah. quite a bit.
0: Um, yeah, he's really using those, are the other ones, those method skills. Uh, he did a Rumvir Singh in Rocky Ki Prem Kahani, mm-hmm. Shah Khan in Dunkey, and Shah Khan in Juwan.
1: <laughs> not Patan, though?
0: No, not Patan. Uh, Sunny Dale in Godard 2, and Vicky Koshal in Sam Badhor.
1: Okay, so we didn't yeah. see San Bahadur or Junkie or OMG 2 um, oh yeah but I would uh, well that
0: was in it for best actor but Godar 2 we didn't see
1: yeah I don't want to watch Godard 2
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I would have given it to Sharuk for Joanne yeah. It's a double role.
0: Yeah, or... A role
1: that Rambio is saying Singh for
0: Rocky Orrani. You did seen, a great job on the accent. Yeah, I haven't seen Vicky Koshal in Sampadwar, Bad but Vicky Koshal's always good.
1: Yeah, so. he's won it before. He doesn't need it right now.
0: Yeah. Um, best Actress, do you know who it is as well? Okay. So.
1: I only knew Best Actor.
0: The nom- the nominees are Ali Abat for Rocky Orrani Key Kahani, Bhumi Pendakar for Thank You For Coming, Topeka Padukone for Patan, Kiara Advani for Sachin Prem Ki Kappa, Rani Mukherjee for Mrs. Chatterjee versus Norway. Oh, I do know this. And one. Tapsi Panu for Dunki.
1: It's for Rani Mukherjee, right? No. Is it Ali Abad?
0: It's Ali Abad. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly Between we-
1: those two movies? yeah.
0: Certainly well deserved, but like, what an amazing night for, the, for that couple. Like, yeah. win best actor and best actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll quickly jump to the...
1: the and it definitely cr- wasn't for Bramastro last year, so the, the, yeah. now they can get something.
0: Yeah, I'll quickly jump to the Critics Award. I'll quickly jump to the Critics Awards. Best Film Here went to Jerome, beating out Twelfth Fail, Bede, Faraz, San or Three of Us. right? Hey? Yeah, huh. and um, Zwigato, which I would really like to see that. It's stuck on like the Geo Cinema app, so we haven't been able to. That
1: sounds like a food delivery app.
0: The, that, yes that's, what, it that's, oh, that's got, what it's about it's about delivery oh, okay. guy yeah yeah best actor winter for current massey for 12th fail beating okay. out abhishek yeah. bakchan for goomer jd balawat for three of us manoj Bajpayee for joram Pankash tripathy for OMG 2 Rao for beat and vicky koshal for sam badhor hmm. and this this is where rani Mukherjee won best actress so
1: the critics best
0: actress critics was split between rani Mukherjee for mrs chatterjee versus norway and Shafali Shah for Three of Us.
1: Okay, we haven't seen that one. Yeah. But... It's
0: available on Netflix sh- if you want to catch up with it.
1: I guess this is another scenario where it's the most acting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not yeah. love Mrs. Shadow D versus Norway. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. So they they beat out um, Deep T. Naval for Goldfish, uh, Fatima San Sheikh for Doc Doc, care for Goomer, um, and Shoshana Goswami for Zaguato. So... Yeah, not a lot of not a lot of films on that we saw unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but jumping up to the regular awards or the, the popular awards um, for best supporting actor, we have Aditya Rowal for Faraz, Anil Kapoor for Animal, Bobby Dale for Animal, Amran Hashmi for Tiger Three, Tota Roy Chowdhury for Rocky Rani Ki Pram Kahani, or Vicky Koshal for Dunky. Hmm.
1: Given his propensity for winning these in the past, I'm going to say Vicky Koshal for Donkey.
0: It's Vicky Koshal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Haven't seen it, but not surprised. Who doesn't love Vicky Koshal?
1: <laughs> I mean...
0: But I, okay, the the one nomination. I would have given it to
1: Bobby Deal, actually, because he was actually quite good in his weird uh, role. The
0: one nomination here that, like, really excites me is Emron Hashmi for Tiger 3. We will get to it. I've never been as impressed with an Emron Hashmi performance as I have with his performance in Tiger 3. His hair
1: performance. A movie that otherwise I
0: didn't particularly like, but he's a really good villain in it. Like, I was really happy to see that. Mm uh best printing actress Jaya Bachchan for Rocky Aur Rani Ki Prem Kahani. Her, Ratna there. Pathak for Doc Doc. Shabana Azmi for Goomer, Shabana Azmi for Rocky Aur Rani Ki Kahani. Tripti Dimri for Animal that like that shocks me. Tripti She's the character who with sure. the heart transplant.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> She's in the yeah, for who, shows for, sorry,
0: who shows up for the heart transplant. Yeah, it's like, it's a blink and you miss it role. Um, Yami Gotem for OMG2.
1: She didn't even lick the boot. Like, if you're going to give it to someone for having <laughs> sure. to do something, at least, you know, make her do something. Uh, I believe this goes to Shibana Azmi.
0: Yes, yeah. for Rocky Aroni, Keem Premkahan. I would
1: say Jaya Bachchan though. She basically ruled that movie. She did, Shibana Azmi yeah. was good, but uh, hers is a more understated role. Yeah.
0: So, best story was split between OMG Two and Joram. Screenplay okay. went to Twelfth Fail. Dialogue to Rocky or Ronnie Ki Prem Kahani.
1: Yeah, good dialogue. Um, good, good, like dialect.
0: Yes. Um, best music director Animal. Best playback singer male also Animal. Best...
1: The songs in Animal, like the background music, was pretty. Yeah. Cool.
0: Best lyricist um, went to Zara Hatke Zara Bachke, a film we've been trying to see, but it's not available and best playback singer female to Patan. So I'll tell you kind of the the overall sums here. So Rocky Orani, Kipram Kahani had 20 nominations. Animal wow. had 19, Patan had 16, Jawan 15, and Twelfth failed 12. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny that, uh yeah. Uh, so the most awards, do you have a guess? Twelfth failed. No, most awards went to Animal with six. Twelfth hmm. Fail got five, Rocky Arani, Ki Kahani four, Sam Badhor, three, and Jawan, and three of us got two. So anything you want to say about 2023? So this is our year-end review. We also do a mid-year review. So we're just going to be discussing films that we saw between July and December. Uh, and list. you can go to the mid-year review to hear the ones that we talked about from January to June. Um, that's kind of how we like to do these and we just kind of like to pick the you know the notable releases the things that caught our attention that we saw
1: well the highest ranked thing on my total list is a tv show Mm -hmm. so that's saying something what is it? jubilee
0: oh jubilee yes jubilee was for
1: my indian stuff yeah that's the highest ranking thing Mm -hmm. i would say that people who finance films must be pretty happy this year but I also saw a lot of very bad Hindi films. I would say more than normal. So it's kind of like 10 Poles did well.
0: Yeah, it's certainly like, I mean, we we're not the first to say this. Like this, it, the year belonged to Shahrukh Khan. He had three big hits, um, two of which we saw and liked. Uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's been a bit of an uneven year. Like yes, we've had Patan and Jawan and Rocky or Rani K Prem Kahani, but there hadn't there wasn't really a lot that we were getting excited about. There wasn't a lot that was bringing us out to the cinema. And I, I don't think.
1: And I've seen literally nothing about 2024.
0: Well, Merry Christmas. Okay. We've already gone to no, the like, cinema and seen a 2024. I haven't seen, film. I haven't
1: seen a trailer or heard of anything interesting coming.
0: Fighter. Out. Fighter. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do want to see that. Yeah. But like. There was so much hype around Patton, and then it's yeah. like that did so well, and then Joan, the hype was like through the roof, and then mm-hmm. that did so well.
0: he did not have as much hype.
1: Yeah, we still yeah. haven't seen it. Um, but then, like Godard, two did so well, mm-hmm. and then Animal, like yeah, it's like a crazy list of movies. Very broy movie. Yeah,
0: that's what I was gonna say. It's a very masculine. The highs are very masculine. I guess we could look at also Well, there's been the a lot of highest grossing.
1: There's been a lot of like really female fronted films uh, that did well in the in the past uh, few years. Yeah, I mean,
0: that? I'd say Rocky or Ronnie. Like that's that's a yeah. that's a that's a fair gender split. So, you know what
1: I think people learned? What? People saw uh, Triple R and thought masculine action that'll do well.
0: Well and also Shower Khan returned. And Show Khan <laughs> yeah. came back. But like yeah.
1: he's in two big bl- budget action movies and then like uh Rashkumar Harani films. So
0: So looking at um, highest grossing for twenty twenty-three, Jawan and Patan, number one and number two.
1: Yeah.
0: Animals number three, Godard two is number four. Um and yes, I think I think when we do get around to watching Godard two, will we'll watch both of them. So we're not just watching the sequel. Dunkey, number five. So there's your shower Khans. Tiger 3, number 6. Rocky Araniki Premkhani. Addy Um Which we've heard is terrible.
1: Yeah, we're not going to watch this.
0: Yeah. Um, the Kerala story, which I, get, one we're not gonna watch. I get strong um, propaganda vibes from. And OMG 2. Act- I didn't realize OMG 2 had done that well. Again, another one that I think when we watch, we would like to watch um, the original as well. So we didn't really kind of get to um, sequels um, just to catch up with things so yeah yeah it's so a bro it's a, it's a bro it's a, it's a a year. year for sure
1: and yeah, yeah I think triple R shows that like if you do over the top violence and mm-hmm. uh, destruction and stuff people will go so yeah. they did learn there was so much of just like oh no South Indian films are winning like mm-hmm. well uh, Bollywood got the message. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the first film we're going to discuss is not a bro-y one. Do you want to do you want to tell us what's the first thing we have here?
1: Neha. Okay, so we actually talked about this quite a bit.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um so you could go check out that episode on Vidya Balan mm-hmm. Detective Movies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a sort of um, glass onion type uh Agatha Rich Christy. douchebags. And an interesting detective has to figure it out.
0: Yeah, it came out uh, July 7th, 2023. It's directed by Anu Menon. And it has a fantastic cast. Mm -hmm. Vidya Balan, Ram Kapoor, Rahu Bose, Deepanita Sharma, Shashankarora, Shoshana Goswami, Neeraj Khabi, Amrita Puri, Shafali Shah. Like, Mm -hmm. this, I hadn't heard really anything about this film uh, when we decided to do it on the show when we decide to, to watch it for an episode and this is one of the highlights of the year for me I think these yeah, are all I like, like really yeah. strong performances it's a really engaging murder mystery mm-hmm. maybe a bit good twist yeah, maybe very good twist. Like, maybe it was a bit predictable at times. It's also shot really interestingly. And I, I, Anu Menon also uh, directed the Shakuntale Devi biopic. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I'm really interested in her work now. Um, I feel like I should catch up with Waiting. But I just think there was a lot of style.
1: It had um, a very funny thing that uh, the, the story takes place in Scotland and, mm-hmm. like, oh, Scotland Yard is coming together. <laughs> right. There. No, like the Scottish police would be there. They're yeah. not called Scotland Yard.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's just like interesting setting, fantastic cast, really good mystery.
1: I remember it being and shot really well using.
0: Yes, yeah, split, split, split diopters,
1: and split screens. Yeah, a lot
0: of split screens. Um, okay. Listen I, to our episode on it. Yeah, yeah, we we go a lot more in detail there. But this is really one that like it's, I would encourage people to catch up with, especially if you're also feeling like. Bro fatigue <laughs> from yeah. the year. Um, Vidya Bellin gives a like fantastic performance at the center of this. It's really
1: she's quiet, it's She's kind very of a, quiet. It takes her a while yeah. to understand it's what's going on, like
0: the exact opposite of what she does in Shakuntala Devi.
1: Yeah, um, she does very little math, yeah. although she does do some math,
0: but yeah, I, I loved it. Um, so yeah, I encourage people to catch up with that one. And then we have one of the big ones: Rocky Aur Ki Prem Kahani. Karen Johar's return to the big screen.
1: Did we talk about this?
0: Yes, we okay, did. Good, we did an episode. I don't well
1: enough. Yeah, we talked <laughs> to Manish, didn't we? Yeah,
0: we did an yeah. episode um, with our good friend Manish. Uh, this came out at the end of July, July twenty-eighth, uh, and it's. I mean, I'm, I assume everyone yeah, knows. Yeah, if you are
1: listening to this podcast, you've most likely <laughs> yeah. watched these films.
0: Stars Ramvir Singh and Ali Abat, uh, Darmendra Jaya Bachan and Shabana Azmi, and like what a wonderful yeah. film just like it, on one hand this feels like such a uh throwback to kind of more of a late 90s 2000 kind of mode mm-hmm. uh you know when karen johar was making things like kuchiko Kuch And, you know, it's, you know, it's very like DDLJ about, you know, a couple who want to be together and their families are unsure. Um, But with a very progressive, progressive kind of through line, you know, there's a lot here about gender and about acceptance and just about kind of overcoming your prejudices and assumptions about other people mm-hmm. and Ranbir Singh really is incredible in it as someone you know who comes from a very privileged background that's very patriarchal kind of learning that he has to unlearn those things
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and at the same he also is
1: not used to getting looked down upon no but uh, her the... family's a lot yeah. more cerebral
0: exactly and her family looks down upon him but they also <laughs> need to learn <laughs> yeah. to, to look past those Everyone things He needs to
1: learn some lessons
0: um, fantastic score just like I mean this is this is why this is why we watch
1: Bollywood movies (laughs) it was very funny when people were criticizing some of the dance scenes for like oh they don't have any chemistry and then you find out later like oh she's just imagining him walking around right the reason why there's no chemistry is that they're broken up at this time yeah so like maybe don't watch the uh, dance scenes ahead of time and get mad
0: or yeah you or you just you can't entirely make assumptions about like how it fits because it's based
1: on the story, like the that's something about Karen Johar. Harsh. always the song sequences are usually like part of the story. Yeah.
0: And there was a lot of criticism of like what Jumka ahead of time, you know, remaking uh, another classic song. And then I think when it came out, everyone loved it. So yeah, yeah.
1: this is why you should never make a decision before actually <laughs> watching something. Uh,
0: yeah, it's. I mean, again, like I say, like this is why this this is why we watch Bollywood movies. It's it's for it's for big romantic swings like this movie that I think also, you know, uh, gave a lot of food for thought, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, I've, I've heard that it didn't do as well in India as mm-hmm. I hoped. More of an NRI slash diaspora film. But, like, it did gangbusters here.
0: Oh, yeah. We saw it on, like, a Tuesday, and the, the theater was full. Like, the theater was sold out on a and Tuesday.
1: And <laughs> it, it ran for quite a few weeks, too, yeah. as I recall. Mm-hmm. So...
0: What's next, Matt? Uh,
1: next is Joanne, which I had to look up to see if we talked about, but we haven't. No, we haven't. Uh, and I really like this movie. Yeah. I think I liked it better than you. Yes. Uh, so this was Atlee, South Indian director. Mm-hmm. His Hindi film debut. It features Shah Rukh Khan in a dual role.
0: <laughs> Spoilers.
1: Yeah. Well, it's what it says on Wikipedia.
0: I think you know pretty early on it's a dual role.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's a huge surprise. Um, and it also features Nayanthara, uh, Priyamani, Sani Mahotra, um, and Vijay Sethupathi as the villain, Deepika Patakone as mm-hmm. Sharuk's mom? <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, if you listen to this podcast, you've seen this film, but uh, <laughs> um, definitely. Yeah. Um,
0: Came out early September.
1: Sharuk plays a guy who is trying to enact social change in India with his all-girl hit squad. <laughs> uh, we missed the first couple minutes of the movie. So, like, the kind of, um, oh, yeah. the kind of like, fable about the guy who falls from Earth and then the villagers bring him back and then another country yeah. attacks. Like, we, we missed a little bit of that, but we understood by the end.
0: We caught the tail end of it. I For some reason, the theater didn't show any trailers. So, we were coming in, like, just, like, five minutes late and there were no trailers. So, the movie was, like, already going.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I mean I loved it it's yeah. it's definitely uh, I think a lot of people learn the de- difference between Masala and Mass mm-hmm. filmmaking because this is I like Bob more of an action film but unlike some other ones where it's kind of oh let's do four quadrant this is all action all yeah. the time and oh it's romance time this is the most romance that's ever happened
0: yeah it cuts out kind of all of the connective tissue.
1: And it's already and three hours long. Yeah, so and you're just getting, like,
0: yeah, like, scene after scene after scene. Like, the, the thing is, is on, like... Tracks and going really, really fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's is, no moment to breathe
1: between this and Pathan. I'm absolutely certain that Shahrukh Khan has played Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> just because of certain stylistic choices in both of those films and story choices. Like, if he's attracted to that, he is aware of like yeah. Solid Snake, Big Boss, etc. That's the sort of stuff he's into. Um, yeah, I thought this ruled. Uh, I liked it better than Pathan. See,
0: I'm the opposite. I preferred Patan um, because I think it just it has more <laughs> moments where you can breathe.
1: I mean, I like whereas, both of them a lot.
0: Yeah, whereas Jawan, I found a bit exhausting. I really like the dance number in the women's prison. I really mm-hmm. like the whole concept of the women's prison. Um, I like the backstories of... Uh, kind of like his, his female hit squad.
1: Could he use more um, of those? But again, the movie's already three hours long.
0: Yeah, I would, I would have liked some of those fleshed out. I think That's I just That's what we felt... talked to
1: Sunny Singh about. She said that yeah. she felt like... There's got to be deleted scenes of all of their backstories.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't know, like, this is on streaming now. I don't know if, like, there's an extended cut like there was with Patan, although that was just, like, two minutes.
1: So. Maybe one of their dads got killed by a voting machine, and that's why, <laughs> oh, spoiler, I guess. But you've seen it. Yeah, you, yeah. You've obviously seen it. This is an incredibly popular film.
0: Yeah. And I, I liked it, and um, but I didn't love it. Hmm. You know, it just was... It was a little much for me at times. It um, did kind but Khan is f- fantastic. It right? did kind
1: of have some interesting <laughs> comic book touches that were not explained, like mm-hmm. the guy with the breathing apparatus and the hyena on a chain Yeah, at the auction for guns that Vijay Sethapathy's <laughs> doing. And then like Sethapathy's got like a little person helping him as a sidekick. And it's just kind of like Batman villain type stuff. That has not really gone into. Yeah, we all learned a lot about semi-automatic rifles. I think. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. So, like, it was fun, but I don't think it's one that I'm going to return to. I, I felt very tired by the end of it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I didn't. I didn't think the that the love story worked all that much. Like, I think all the revenge stuff and the action is really compelling, but the like love story that he has. Um, i just i didn't care about that
1: i mean you don't often see romantic partners in a hindi film get into fist fights as much as they did in this mm-hmm. so that's kind of fun and you had like a fan of the opera mask on how do you not like that
0: no i liked it i just like i just didn't love it what do you want me to say yeah. uh we're next- the last people
1: to possibly review this film <laughs> we got to like five months after it came out and we're like ah it was pretty good Everyone else has spoken about it ad nauseum. Well,
0: that's also one of the challenges of doing these episodes every year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, next, we have John A. John, another film that we featured in an episode. This came out on Netflix on September 21st. I was really excited about this because I've read the novel, The Devotion of Suspect X, uh, that the film is um, an adaptation of. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I heard the casting for this film, I thought it was absolutely perfect. So it has Karina Kapoor Khan. Jai Balawat, and Vijay Varma. I will say all three of those performances met my expectations. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed in the film. It's directed by Sujoy Ghosh, um, who I don't think has ever really, at least from what we've seen, um, kind of reached the highs of Kahani. Um, though from what we've seen, this is the, this is the closest he's gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, I did kind of think, you know, like I'm going into this already knowing the story and the plot and having a bit of kind of preconceived notions and I did kind of feel like at times it bungles um, the mystery and the reveal a bit. But the performances are just so strong. Karina Kapurkan plays a woman, um, a single mom. Her and her daughter accidentally kill her ex-husband.
1: Whoopsie doodle.
0: <laughs> played by Surab Sachdeva, And her neighbor, J.D. Balawat, uh, who's a very lonely and depressed math teacher, uh, helps her cover up the murder. And they kind of have to keep... The lie going uh, once Vijay Varma who plays a cop comes to town investigating uh, the disappearance of critic mm-hmm. Kapoor Khan's ex-husband, uh, and so the like Japanese mysteries. I've I've been reading. I, I've started reading a lot of Japanese mysteries, and one thing um, that's kind of a convention is it can be a bit more of like a Columbo style, where you already know
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: the murderer, and it's kind of about figuring out kind of how they're going to solve it, how how the how the perpetrators are going to get away um and so i i really like that style um because here you're really watching to understand how did they cover this up mm-hmm. and are they going to get away with it and and kind of what's what's going on here with these characters Plus the husband
1: sucks they're like it's fine that he died yeah i just want karina to get to be happy
0: yeah i really love the setting of um callum uh, it just it has like such a, there's such a dark mysteriousness to it with it's all misty. the like mist in the yeah. mountains. Listen to uh, our episode
1: though, we talked about it for like an hour.
0: Yeah, but but yeah. I think we really liked this one and I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed. I mean, I haven't seen all the performances that were nominated for the Filmfare Awards, but, um, and maybe, maybe... Johnny John doesn't count because it was a streaming release, but I do think that, like, Karina Kapoor Khan is giving a, like, a really fantastic performance in that. She I mean, they're all good. great
1: as uh, supporting, two. Yeah,
0: they're all good, but I think, like, she's giving, there's a subtlety to her performance that I think, that I don't think she's really known for, you know, because she's mm-hmm. known for poo, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, she's... Kind of known for her more like diva personalities, but yeah. she's she's really there's a really this is a really subtle performance that I found really engaging.
1: It's close to that one with Cypher Lee Cotton where he's a terrorist. Yeah. Whatever that one was. Carbon. Called. Carbon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, Matt, we have one more before interval. Look at us.
1: Man, this is the fastest one we've ever done. <laughs> uh, okay, Kufia. Because you just
0: keep telling people to go listen to the episodes where we've discussed Well, yeah, and things. then
1: this one we haven't spoken yeah. about. So this one we just watched a couple days ago. hmm Kufia, which means secret. This is produced and directed by another one of our guys, Vishal Bardwash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars Tabu, Ali Fazel and Wamaka Gabi.
0: Who... Uh, She's also in Jubilee. That's where we first saw her. I love her. I can't wait to see her in more things. She made her Um, debut
1: in Jab We Met. What was she, five years old? (laughs) I don't
0: know. Yeah, she's 30, so... um, Wow. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) She must have been young. She would have been... Yeah, she would have been 14.
1: Wow, okay. Anyway, uh, so this is a spy movie. Uh, Tabu plays a kind of... uh, I don't know. She's sort of like smiley in the John le Carré novels, like a mid-level spy person who like runs agents. Yeah. And uh, the movie starts with a young woman going into a party in Bangladesh and trying to take out this uh, guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also in about 2004. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, war on terror time. Yeah. She's going to go take out this guy, and then he figures out, nope, um, you know, your, <laughs> your operation is blown, and she gets stabbed in the neck with a fork and dies. Yeah. And uh, Tabu was extremely mad about this because they were actually lovers. Mm-hmm. So, um, as part of her penance slash revenge slash and just to screw up a work, uh, she figures out who the mole was. Um, it's not a huge surprise. It's Ali Fazal. <laughs> yeah, I know um, I thought was pretty good in this. I, I didn't always love him in Mirzapur, but he was pretty good in this.
0: I think the central... He's good as like a snivelly
1: worm. The central yeah. three
0: performances this film, in this film are excellent.
1: Yeah, so she figures out that Ali Fazal's the, um, the guy who gave up the information, and that's why her agent got mm-hmm. killed, so they start surveilling him, and uh, there's some secrets that his wife is privy to, and I don't want to get too much into it more, because yeah. there's quite a bit of stuff that happens, mm-hmm. uh, it eventually ends up in North America, which I think we'll joke about in a minute here, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's Tabu and uh, um Gabi are kind of the main two, mm-hmm. and them... Reconciling the secret world and getting revenge, basically, it's a revenge movie.
0: Yeah, and Tabu is also like ultimately it becomes about Tabu's own secret of of her sexuality, mm-hmm. and that she's she's not necessarily being open uh, with her son.
1: Atul Kulkarni plays her husband. Yeah, and uh, he's always kind of disappointed that he's not coming to that she's not coming to her sons. Yeah plays and stuff, and that's usually, that's usually the woman's job in these movies, yeah. so it's kind of nice that it's the other way around.
0: Which are explicitly Shakespeare.
1: Yeah, uh, her son
0: is performing Julius Caesar.
1: Her son is visual Bardwaj. <laughs>
0: um, and so, and, like, he has, like, Shakespeare pictures, like, up in his yeah. room. Like,
1: like a teenager would.
0: I love it. I love Visual Bardwaj's commitment to They even call it Operation to Brutus,
1: too. Yes,
0: uh, they do. Yeah. Um, I, 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 this... I think was uh, was one of the the weaker films I've seen from Vishal watch. I've seen most of them at this point.
1: Let's see. I'll um, pull up his list. I
0: think there's only one we haven't seen, like a children's horror film that I've looked for and have not been able to track down.
1: So Kufia. We didn't watch Charlie Chopra, but that was a TV show. Yeah. Uh, Frasat is a short. Um, Modern Love Mumbai would just be a... T- TV thing. Yeah. Uh, Pataka we watched. Mm-hmm. Rangoon we watched. Uh, Hater, we watched Matru Ki Bilji Ka Mandala.
0: Haven't seen that. Yeah,
1: we haven't seen that. Sekumov, we watched. Comedy, yeah. we watched. Uh, Blood Brothers is a short film about HIV/AIDS. Okay, we haven't seen that. Uh, Omkara we watched. Blue Umbrella is another...
0: Yeah, haven't seen that one.
1: Oh, it's a Ruskin Bond uh, novel. Interesting. Uh, Macbool we obviously watched, and MacD is his first one.
0: MacD is the, like, kids' horror movie that I've been trying to track down.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, See, I I, I agree. This is probably... uh, Out of the... We're missing two there, but out of the ones we've seen... yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, out of the ones we've seen, I think this was kind of one of his weaker films however it's still a visual barge watch film I, it's still very good it was yeah. compelling and i think um mm. what keeps you engaged are these these two performances from yeah. from Tabu and wamaka gabi you know i was i was really transfixed by them both uh the second half of the film is <laughs> largely set in south dakota
1: way more sexually explicit than i can remember most yeah. TV films. Before. there's
0: a really there's a really powerful sh- seen in this film. Yeah. Um yeah. surprising. Yeah. So the second half is mostly set in South Dakota and it was shot here in Alberta.
1: Yeah, in Calgary, a <laughs> city we go to all the time and Drumheller a place I've been to a couple times. Yeah,
0: yeah, mostly in Calgary and Drumheller. So you see like the Badlands app So you see the Badlands amphitheater, which is this natural amphitheater in uh Drumheller and there's like a musical performance there. And the Badlands like... is one
1: of the cooler parts <laughs> of uh Southern Alberta—it yeah. it used to be a sea floor during like mm-hmm. dinosaur times, and now it's kind of the—it's Koy- been worn away. Yeah, and can, yeah, it's you see cool. it in
0: Quinmalaia as well.
1: Yeah, it's where Chadu lives. Uh,
0: yeah, it's where Chaudhry lives. Uh, yeah, you see parts of Calgary. So you're, you're looking at the like the downtown skyline. And it's, it's
1: like just like eight by ten. Vat test <laughs> that's here. Calgary.
0: Yeah. Um, you see the Napier Theater, a movie theater in Drumheller. Yeah. Like I. Understand that the majority of the audience for this film are not going to be sitting there being like, that's not South Dakota, that's Southern Alberta. But, but it is, it's Southern Alberta. We recognized it all instantly.
1: But it was a little confusing because <laughs> you don't know exactly where they live first. So it's right. like, oh, is Calgary just standing in for some city? But no, it's like South Dakota... And there's more people who live in Calgary, the city, (laughs) than in the entirety of the state, South Dakota. So, like, there isn't a city that size. Yeah. Not even close. The closest thing is Seattle, and that's like way far away. Well, but
0: that's why they—that's why they had to go to John Miller.
1: Well, exactly. But it's, (laughs) it's just like if you know literally anything about South Dakota, you realize this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's no city this size. There's no subways. Yeah. So, that took me out of it. But that's just knowledge I had.
0: I think we're also disappointed that Tabu was in Alberta and she didn't call us. But, yeah. You know, yeah.
1: I don't think she maybe <laughs> had. Well, she's here for a lot of the second half, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she could have called us. Yeah. She knows our number. Yeah.
0: But I think this was a good twisty spy thriller. Yeah. Um, if you like
1: people getting wiretapped and yeah, like cameras on them and people getting shot and stuff it's good
0: i wouldn't hesitate to recommend it to anyone and again like
1: it's a high bar it's
0: it's been a pretty bro year and this really stands out um for, you know, being about uh, women and their experiences. But still in, like, it's still visual... in, like, an action genre, yeah. you When know? we say
1: this is one of the worst visual barbage films we've seen, <laughs>
0: it's really they're all work. quite
1: good. So, yeah. like, this is probably better than a lot of other movies you've seen. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out.
0: But I can, I can see why it kind of, I think, had a muted response when it came out, because compared to things like hater, comedy, you know, like it doesn't have that level of intensity. I think it's a much kind of quieter film. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, By definition, quiet. It's spies. They have to be quiet. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I still really liked it. And I, I, I think it does a good job of kind of balancing out the the kind of the spy narrative with all those so kind of like the exploration of these women's personal lives like, yeah. and that, that's really well done
1: don't get too annoyed by the South Dakota thing just
0: <laughs> but if you but went to... have <laughs> ever been to Southern Alberta yeah. you should definitely check it out because it's interesting to see that yeah yeah okay and we're at Interval look at us
1: alright so for our Interval song we've got Dishoom Dishoom from The Archies
0: yes a movie we're going to talk about uh, after this you So that was Dishoom Dishoom from the Archies.
1: Oh, you get this Next. One. This <laughs> next, is you.
0: Next we I have. I would feel,
1: you know, this, this one's for the ladies. <laughs>
0: yes, this, this is definitely a film for the ladies. Um, so next we have Thank You for Coming, uh, which came out in early October. And I am really frustrated. Talk about a twist
1: ending for this film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really frustrated with uh, the release of this film in Canada. So it premiered at TIFF in September
1: Anil Kapoor and, was in the country.
0: Yes, Anil Kapoor was in the country. He did press for this film. He was giving interviews. He was on cue, like
1: yeah. which is the were, CBC radio interview show.
0: Yes, there there was a ton of promotion for this film when it comes out. Less than a month later, it only played, in, I think it was four theaters across the country. That's crazy. And were they did they draw, not play like here. In um, some of them were in the Toronto area I think two of them were in the Toronto area one of them was Calgary and I want to say the other one was probably Vancouver hmm. um, didn't play here in Edmonton even though I have never seen a Bollywood film get more mainstream press in Canada yeah. than I did with Thank You For Coming and when the film did come out in theatres they were running those those interviews with Anil Kapoor and, and with Ekta Kapoor and Rhea Kapoor like it felt All like... All the cupboards. Yeah, like, there. it felt like there was an actual presence for this film in Canada, but then no one could actually go see it. Yeah. Unless you happen to be in one of those cities.
1: I mean, maybe the film distributors watched the film, because it's not very good. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did. Like, so, you know, this was... This is um, Rhea Kapoor's follow-up to... She produced it to VRD Wedding, which we quite liked. It's directed by Karen Bolani, who I don't know anything about. Um, but, you know, kind of based on Rhea Kapoor's, you know, past films that she's re- produced beardy wedding aisha i i was excited for this and i was excited Mm -hmm. for potentially getting a sex comedy that we might actually enjoy for
1: the ladies
0: (laughs) for the ladies uh you know just kind of something that seemed you know like a like a fun girls hang movie that you know maybe had something to say the premise is that boomy pendakar has reached like what is it
1: 33 33
0: 33, 32 um, and she's never she's never had an orgasm before. She's had plenty of relationships, but she herself has never orgasmed. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of you know approaching her. She's in her early thirties, but you know she's kind of approaching that like, what am I gonna? Do with my life, like maybe I want to settle down.
1: She's a so, food blogger, if I remember right. Yeah, like yeah. a
0: food blogger. And so she finally accepts the proposal of you know this guy who like is completely devoted to her. She's not really that into him. And then at their engagement party, she ha- she has an orgasm.
1: She gets absolutely shit She
0: gets totally drunk, has an orgasm, and then the next day doesn't know who gave her the orgasm. And it's it's you had it. You had a really good joke for this. What was it? It's Dude, Where's My Wiener?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so she's trying to figure out um, which, of, it was. <laughs> which of her potential love interests is the one who uh, finally made her climax. Is like, it
1: the ice cream guy? <laughs> is it is it her fiancé? Yeah,
0: her fiancé, um, one of her ex-boyfriends, Anil Kapoor.
1: Another one of her ex Another one of
0: her ex-boyfriends. Um, she has, you know, a couple of gal pals. Her mom is very progressive. Her mom raised her as a, a single mother and is a gynecologist. Uh, Actually,
1: this is something she legit medically should have asked her mother about. (laughs) It would be awkward, but she's in a perfect uh, position to do this.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I think we had a lot of goodwill towards this film. Unfortunately, I just thought thought it was a mess. I hate to say it, but Once I just... wasn't
1: as funny as it was.
0: I didn't find it that funny. No, yeah. Um, I... There's and a whole... And you're not a huge comedy person, no, so... No. Yeah. There's a subplot with her friend's daughter that I think really kind of like, derails things. It's like a
1: revenge porn thing.
0: Yeah, and I think, like... You know, it's just kind of... The B plot seems to be more important than the A plot. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, I think, was a little frustrating. I wasn't, like... I wasn't super engaged with Boomi Pendakar's performance. I do like her, but... And then I think, also, the ultimate resolution of the film, like, really frustrated me. I just... Uh, yeah. There is a scene in, like, a gay club with some drag queens that I think is a lot of fun, but and Neil ultimately... Neil great, every scene he's oh, in. Oh, yeah, Neil Kapoor's, like, very He's, handsome.
1: like, a older professor type yeah. who she dates for a while and thinks about marrying, yeah. but he's also old and lives with his mom.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, I do appreciate, you know, again, like, what it's, what it's trying to say about women's experiences, both kind of in terms of, you know, um being single and unmarried, uh, and you know, maybe not being the priority when it comes to being in the bedroom, having to settle for less. like there's a lot mm-hmm. of things I really I really on the surface like about this film. Um one of her like potential suitors brings a, a younger a younger woman as his date to a bunch of stuff and she kind of ends up like upstaging her quite often and I liked like, her pops up throughout the movie and she I She should
1: have been in more of the movie. Yeah,
0: she kind of feels like she's playing like the Lisa Hayden role. Yeah. Um and she was really fun. I, I also really liked her. But it just like this movie did not give me enough. I
1: It had to decide if it was funny or social justice because it wasn't really doing well on either of them. And the whole B plot is just like.
0: Do you think it's it would too have been, much?
1: It's too much for the movie.
0: Do you think it would have improved if Ayush Karano had been one of the potential guys? Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: And what is there anything he can't do? He needs to bring that energy to this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I was really looking forward to this, and unfortunately, I, I was disappointed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe right. mediocre. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have 12 Fail, which we we're just talking about. hmm Came uh, out in October. Yeah, the, obviously did quite well at the awards. Yeah. Uh, Vidhu Vinod Chopra, oh. um, best known for Husband of Anupama Chopra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and films like Parinda, 1942. Yeah. Uh, we we quite like Vidhu Vinod Chopra.
1: And we had to look up a lot of stuff for this one, especially about the Indian police service.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Um, which seems to be like the FBI. They're just like higher up than all of the local cops that you would see. And they right. have to get, they go between different prefectures and, um, it just makes me think about other cop shows like, okay, were they in the IPS? Cause they have different uniforms, but also when they're talking about DSPs, I, I thought that, you know, that's what Shafali Shah's character is in mm-hmm. Delhi crime. Um, yeah, I, I remain confused about the Indian legal system and now the separation between local cops and IPS cops. Mm-hmm. That's not the main The main focus of this movie is about studying. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a biography, a biographical film, but a guy named Manoj Kumar Sharma, who is just incredibly poor growing yeah. up. Uh, he's played by Massey. Uh, The film also features Medhashankar, Shankar, V. Joshi, Anshuman Pushkar, and Priyanshu Chatterjee. So he grows up in a very uh, underprivileged region, I guess you could Mm -hmm. say, in Chambal.
0: Very lawless.
1: Yeah, that's the Dakowit region. Yeah. Uh, His dad is, like, honest to a fault, and he's dealing with the local government on something and basically says, like, you're all crooks, Mm -hmm. and then he has to leave town. Yeah. Uh, And... um, Manoj uh, wants to become a normal cop. Yeah. Because the normal cop in town uh, helps him out of a jam where uh, he was about to get arrested for running an illegal car, like a rickshaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And was going to get kind of just thrown away on corrupt charges. But he says, he basically follows this guy as an example. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. Just try to do the right thing, and you'll be okay. So he really wants to be this kind of police officer. Yeah. Yeah, he goes to Guaylor to study to be this. uh, Immediately gets robbed (laughs) by a lady on the bus, loses all of his uh, his possessions. Yeah. So he basically gets adopted by this guy named Pandey, who says, like, oh, you don't want to be a local cop. You want to be an ISP. Yeah. Those are, like, the big dogs.
0: He's also narrating the film. He's
1: the narrator, too. And this guy is not above, like, kind of cheating and, like, going around trying to, um, you know, mm-hmm. not cheat on tests, but it's not like absolutely incorruptible like Vinod Kumar. So they go to uh, Delhi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to Delhi and we learn that this test to become an ISP officer is insanely difficult. There's yeah. three different layers and they say that out of the 200,000 people that apply a year, like one or two become cops or ISPs. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it
0: was closer, like, to 20, but...
1: Incredibly, yeah. like... Incredibly,
0: uh... because like it was one or two percent.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah. It, no, it wouldn't be that. For 200000 that's too uh Oh, okay. Uh, but it's, like, just incredibly competitive to get into this program. So yeah. he's studying his ass off. He meets a girl, um...
0: He has no more ass by the end of the film.
1: His ass is gone. Well, he's <laughs> really, really skinny. Like, yeah. he doesn't eat very much. Uh, he meets a girl while going to, like, a... Um, like
0: a cram school. A cram
1: school yeah. that... Coaching, uh, coaching service. Coaching school, yeah. which we would have seen in the movie Arakshan, I think that's what that was mm-hmm. about. There's been a few other ones. Um, they kind of uh, have a meet-cute and start studying together, and a lot of stuff happens to this guy. <laughs> um, but he remains firm in his beliefs that, like, he, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to cheat. If someone asks me why I'm doing this, I'm just going to say what it is. I don't want to read off of a script because... Um, his whole state is just run by cheaters and he wants to kind of rise above that.
0: Yeah, now I have sometimes had issues with the way that the police are portrayed in Bollywood films. I sometimes find it a bit uncomfortable, the level of corruption and police violence. And I will say, like... This was a wonderful film because it was like, oh, this is about like a like a cop integrity. Yeah. You know, he
1: seems like a great guy. He
0: does seem like a great guy. And it's based on a true story. And it's just like it's a film about community. You know, Mm -hmm. the way that um, all all of these all these people studying for these exams, trying to like improve their lives, trying to, you know, achieve these these career goals, the way that they kind of come together and and help each other out and yeah. support one another and this idea that if if one of us succeeds, you know, we all succeed. Yeah. And and that really that really resonated with me. Um as well as you know just like the commitment to integrity and and hard work like I really I was really taken He won't by... take a
1: single shortcut yeah even when people are like you should stop living in this hole where you have to <laughs> grind flour all day long he's like no no I like but the he hole does... I, I, he... I, it's not too loud I could still he, study he does me. also
0: learn like it's again it's not taking shortcuts but he needs to learn to accept help yeah. and support because again like it's really it's not just about how like this one man is steadfast in his belief and achieves his dreams it's about actually how people come together to support one another yeah and how that's really important because by him kind of succeeding he supports his community he supports his family and so you know it's it's very much about go back there and clean house yeah it's very much about the collective i was just i was so charmed by this film that by the end doesn't really have any villains like you know, even though there are some things that happen throughout that you know are kind of shitty, um, that some people do, but by the end, you know, like it's just, it just could
1: be bad luck so, sometimes. Or yeah, just, it's competitive. It, people. I guess, really the, want to I do guess this. the
0: villain is the woman at the coaching center, but for the most part, like it's it's such a it was such a life affirming film. Yeah. i really.
1: I can see why people liked it so much. Yeah,
0: I really enjoyed it, um, and the themes of it just really resonated with me.
1: Yeah. For our and Vikramassy
0: uh, is fantastic
1: for our Indian listeners. Um, there aren't really exams like this in Canada. No. Like, Aaron works for the government. Yeah, you didn't I You don't need to take a test. I
0: am a civil servant, and so it was just You also like
1: that aspect.
0: Yeah, but I was really, like... I was like, wow, like, there's such competition yeah. for, for these kinds of jobs. Like, I'm not a police officer, but I am a civil servant.
1: Yeah. Um, like, I think you might have to take a test or something. Like, you definitely have to get a criminal background check, and I think you yeah. have to have maybe a degree to get a, be a cop. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. But, like, it's not, like, just walk in the door and become a cop. It's a bit more difficult. And if you wanted to join CSIS or, like, the oh, yeah. or something, it would be challenging. Yeah. But it's but not, like... His like, his
0: girlfriend's just, like, she's taking exams to, like, be part of, the, like, the tax. It's
1: like yeah, tax she wants collecting. to be... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and she's from a pretty well-off family, too. So yeah. she's not coming from absolute destitution. She just wants, like, a respected job helping people. Yeah. She actually... Gives up going to medical school, I think. Yeah. And, but yeah, it, it was, it's interesting to see um, stuff from China, stuff from Korea, stuff from India, stuff from Japan with this emphasis on tests mm-hmm. and the stress that that gives people. Yeah. Um, like we're kind of getting residual stress off of it, but <laughs> yeah, know that in Canada, like that sort of civil service exam doesn't happen. It's more like, what's your CV like? And, you know, Who do you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. There's a bit of
1: that, but, like, that sort of exam is really interesting. We don't have anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just... I also think, um, Veduva Chopra's directing is fantastic. It was was a little annoying at first. Well, yeah, he's using a lot of, kind of, drone work.
1: And handheld. And
0: handheld, um... I yeah, I think at first it took us a while. Also, the the picture quality on on Hot Star wasn't amazing at first. It took a while to clear up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I found it. I don't know. it's just like it it just certainly looked different, um, and mm-hmm. and I think was really compelling. Um, the, also, the like set design, like these these like they this were little well like tea in. shop. Yeah. yeah, this little tea shop. They're always studying at like but the this,
1: restart. Cassette. It had just
0: had such. Uh, tactility to it. Yeah. I really like this movie.
1: uh, He has this look on his face the whole time that like you can tell it's that he's a little sheltered. Yeah. But he's also just kind of believing that anyone he talks to is probably a good person. Mm -hmm. And it's actually sort of rare to Uh, meet someone like that. Yeah, he
0: has so much trust.
1: Yeah. And like, I wouldn't say he gets corrupted by the big bad city, but like he certainly has to learn a little bit in addition to the Tons of tests and things he takes. Yeah. Like he has to learn what. Um, like not everything works like in your village.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that it ended up with the the best film award over uh, our next film, Matt. Oh boy! Animal. No, not that animal. Tiger.
1: Oh. <laughs> Tiger
0: is back. Uh, or he came back.
1: He's an animal. Uh, I prefer actually. Yeah,
0: me too. For uh for Tiger Three, the latest in the uh, spy action franchise starring Salman Khan and Katrina Kaif. The spy that now, Yeah, that is now a universe that includes yeah. Patan and War. Uh, Tiger Three did not arrive with the same level of kind of excitement and buzz that Patan did. Not by like no. it was it was a much more mu- muted release. I don't think it did me. that well either. No, it's uh, it's. They must be to,
1: rethinking that spy universe now. You think? Well, like... Patan did so well. Yeah, and then and they people got so love more too locked. Yeah. But, like, probably no more Tiger movies.
0: I don't know. I mean, like... Okay, so... This is probably my least favorite of the of the Tiger films.
1: Oh, easily. Uh,
0: but, it's, you know, it still has some moments. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Especially when Shah Rukhan shows up as Patan.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, it's directed by Manny Sharma... I think many thought was an unusual choice to direct this film mm-hmm. uh, he came on the scene with Band Baja Barat then they made Ladies vs. Ricky Ball Shud Desi Romance and then Fan um, and so it isn't till, really till Fan that you see kind of maybe an interest in action cinema but he's not like in an family, obvious that,
1: there's a couple of like chase scenes I guess yeah. but there's no like gunfight. he's
0: not an obvious choice and I think unfortunately the script really lets him down uh they 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 take the franchise i think in a logical way where oh now now we're not sure if we can trust zoya so katrina Kef kind of becomes uh the main villain for a big part of the film, the or third. you think maybe yeah. she's the main villain, because it's Even actually... that was also the
1: point of the first one.
0: Well, sort of, but it was a different, you know, they weren't married, they didn't have a kid, it was, you know, yeah. now it's a real betrayal, right? Yeah. Um, the real villain is Emron Hashmi, giving, as I said at the top of the show, kind of one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen Emron Hashmi give. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really good villain. I, I actually really liked him in this. Uh, the action Well, you didn't was... explain the story, right? I just did.
1: Yeah, well, it's oh, a bit more than that. Okay, fine, like, you find fine. out that Zoya, what, she was adopted by. Yeah, we
0: get her backstory. This uh,
1: Pakistani general mm-hmm. who was like a huge patriot. And then that guy gets assassinated by Tiger. Yeah. And then Imran Hashmi was like.
0: And he's uh, essentially. in the same
1: unit as her. And he wants to, like, um, regain. He kind of wants to basically, like, take over Pakistan and make it into a military junta. Yes. And, um, like, spies would reign supreme here.
0: Yes, and then they... Yes, exactly. Uh, and and he's essentially blackmailing Tiger and Zoya with their son. Yeah. You know, he's threatening to, to harm him. Uh, see, the guy... No, I, it needs a little bit more. I sure. think you need okay. to
1: explain it <laughs> slightly. Sure. sure.
0: Okay. Anyways, um, I think the the action felt a bit kind of I don't know routine to me. There is kind of an impressive um, action scene with Zoya in like a Turkish bathhouse where there's a uh, towel. A
1: hammam, I think they're called. A
0: towel that can like magically doesn't fall. Uh, yeah. Pretty pretty sexy. Um, that was but a good, it. Was a good fight. I
1: I, was rooting for the towel. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) But there's something that happens kind of in the third act—a character that um, comes back from the second film, uh, the kid that they saved uh, from becoming a suicide bomber uh, in Tiger Two. And didn't like that. And ultimately, like where they take this character, I think, really undermines the themes.
1: Of the first this two. series yeah. yeah
0: and so that was really frustrating to me because i think the se- the themes yeah. of the tiger films are very much about um
1: uh you know tole- not being nationalist well, yeah a well, little tolerance
0: yeah. and working together and you know you you know your enemy is maybe not your enemy you yeah. know it's it's about it's about peace between india and pakistan and even though yes this film takes the action and the the kind of central conflict to Pakistan and our villain is Pakistani. Ultimately, it's, they're having to save Pakistan. Well, it's I think, kind
1: of condescending, though.
0: Yeah, it's just like right, yeah. this
1: guy wants to come in and remake Pakistan in his own image, and only India's top secret agent can pull it. That's like, not true. Them. They get the he's crew, working with yeah. They get yeah. the crew
0: from Tiger yeah. Two.
1: It's a little bit condescending. Like, oh, this whole one is about like let's fix Pakistani politics, whereas. There's some stuff happening in India you might want to look yeah. at next there, Tiger.
0: Yeah, I think ultimately the theme of kind of um, camaraderie between the two nations that you get with the, the previous films, I think is a little undone. And I think the the idea is that you especially get in Tiger Two of you you don't need to risk your life for this fight. Um, I think it's a little undone, so
1: did you I like was a little disappointed. A, did you like the insertion of spy universe material?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, when when Khan shows up, when Patan shows up, it's a uh, well,
1: I especially <laughs> like, really like that <laughs> his theme song apparently exists in universe. Yeah, and he's commissioned people <laughs> to put it into like grenades for him. Yeah, so he throws them. Tiger's breaking out of a jail. Yeah, Patan's breaking him out of a jail. Yeah. And uh, Patton throws these grenades and blows some guys up But they play the theme song first <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Kind of reminded me of This may be the most obscure thing ever And let's see if some of our listeners Who respond to us have known this game There was a video game called MDK
0: Are you expecting me to know what you're talking about? No, but oh, I want good, to see if anyone I, <laughs> I want to
1: see if anyone out there knows this It was a video game called MDK And MDK 2 Which um, were set in Edmonton actually these are art, like basically, like the main character is like a Venom type student. He's running around shooting. Aliens. Why are we talking about this? Anyway, one of the <laughs> weapons that you got in this was called the world's most interesting bomb. Okay. And it was this thing you threw in the ground, and the enemies would go look at it and mm-hmm. like, oh, that's interesting, and then it would blow up. Mm. That's what it reminded me of. Because if I heard Patom's theme song, I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. What? <laughs> oh well, okay. no, I I would immediately die. But yeah, I believe that's a, a company that go- went on to be associated with Bioware. So this is like very mm-hmm. early nineties. Okay. Um, but yeah. Well, what I'm trying to say is, Paton would probably easily kill me with his uh, with his two because I'm dumb and easily killed. Yeah. And well, okay. And then also, I mean, not a huge spoiler, but the ending. Um, I guess it's a post-credit scene, or maybe we're getting like a mission briefing for Kabir. In mm-hmm. uh, is it Kabir? Yeah. Yeah, the Khalid was the other one. Mm-hmm. Kabir in getting ready for war two. and it's basically just him like beating up some goons in an alley. Yeah, and like it was kind of charmingly low rent. Yeah, like yeah. it reminded me of uh, in Om Shanti Om when they keep referring to like Doom Four and Doom Five, yeah. and you're just seeing Abhishek <laughs> yeah. Bachchan just in a room like. Yeah. <laughs> you're not in this movie, yeah. but yeah, um, I'm excited for. War two more and they're they're saying Catan versus Tiger or something, but sure. I feel like they kinda rushed into this whole thing without a plan.
0: Oh, you think? You think that they didn't I'm just retroactively to, decide to tie these maybe things together? I'm starting to think
1: that this wasn't the most <laughs> uh, well-thought-out cinematic universe.
0: I mean, the film still came in as, you know, the sixth highest grossing Bollywood film of the year. So we had
1: a good it, time watching
0: it. It you. did well, okay. but I think, you know, it, it came out in November. We saw it in theaters, and when I think back on it, it is kind of, it's a bit forgettable compared yeah. to the other four films in the franchise, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like some of the fight scenes, I certainly remember, but the overall kind of, and Emron Hashmi, but overall, like, I think I would rank this, uh, at the bottom of the spy universe. Okay, so what's your ranking? So I guess like, I guess I would probably go War, I really love War, Tiger's into Hay, Patan, Ek the Tiger. Tiger 3 but I will say that those those four other films like I could move those around depending on how I feel mine on any given day mine the same except
1: Tiger's into Hay number 1 war number 2
0: yeah like I could move all of those around on on any given day it's depending tiger on how I get very different from the rest of
1: these though they, I, like it yeah. has a lot of silliness that does not show up in the later ones, well, so it's kind of almost its own thing. It
0: because... Very much so, because, you know, they had no idea they were creating a franchise. Yeah. Uh, you know, so... But this one, I think, like, it is it is kind of in last place,
1: unfortunately. Yeah. But it was fine. And I th- I've I think, certainly seen worse movies.
0: And I think if you're inv- invested in this franchise, you know, you're going to watch it.
1: Speaking of worse movies... <laughs> um, next up, we have Animal. Yeah. Uh, and I was curious about Sandeep Reddy Vanga's uh, like trajectory mm-hmm. And yeah he was just an assistant director on some stuff Kind of like failed novelist type mm-hmm. And then somehow Gets into making Three hour long masculinity <laughs> yeah. epics So like Now we know, were not He kind of made his bones though like, His first movie that came out was super successful Yeah. Then his remake of that one was super successful And this one was super successful
0: Yeah. Now so, we were not big fans of Kebir Singh you no, never... I, I hated Kebir Singh Yeah I loathed it um, you've never even seen Arjun Reddy. I have, I don't need to. uh, you really don't need to. If you've seen Cavier Singh, it's yeah, the same thing. The uh, but this is a
1: different sort of film though.
0: This is different. This, this yeah. A, this has a few it's, more
1: things going on. It's a
0: lot more ambitious.
1: I, I liked it better than Cavier Singh, but like, I would probably enjoy watching my own colonoscopy <laughs> video more than Caviar Singh, but that's not to say that this is a good movie. Um, but i think it's definitely more interesting than i thought it was going to be yeah it features rumbir kapoor as uh J singh uh anil kapoor as Balbir singh and uh Bobby dale as abrar uh and rashmika mandanna as gitanjali singh and tripti dimri as mm-hmm. zoya
0: it was supposed to be Pariniti chopra at first which uh that would have been interesting i just can't see her in a film this Intense and violent?
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, Shakti Kapoor is in this. And I thought that he was actually their uncle, but I guess they're just calling him uncle. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, he's P.K. Mishra, is the COO yeah. of Swastik Steel. Yeah. Um, so, this kind of takes place in a world where... Um, like, Okay, so it starts off with a flash forward to what, if you do the math correctly, is like 2050. Mm-hmm. And Rambir Kapoor uh, is telling a story about a a monkey that makes fun of like a ruler and this is something that goes forward through um a lot of the stories just like saving face i guess is like the main basically the main reason why everything happens in this movie is like mm-hmm. a sort of masculine kind of well like we can't let them notice that we're worried or discouraged and it just turns into bloodshed mm-hmm But uh, he plays a guy named Ron Vijay, his his father is Anil Kapoor, and uh, they run something called Swastik Steel, which apparently is a big multi-giant corporation, one of those. Um, And over the course of the movie, you see him from about, I don't know, 14 Mm -hmm. till his Mm mid-30s, I think. Uh, And he's a weird guy. (laughs) This guy's got some issues. Do um, you think? He's, uh, like, fiercely protective of his family, especially his father, and um, has that stereotypical uh, R- Vanga um, misogyny.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Even though he thinks he's, uh, you know, protecting his sisters and
1: yeah. all this stuff. This so. is a type we've seen before. Like mm-hmm. This guy's not usually the main character in a movie apart from Sunday Friday Vanga films, but, like, someone who's, like, overly protective of his sister and also, like, really...
0: Entitled?
1: Well, entitled, yeah, (laughs) entitled Rich Guy, which is um, Rambir Kapoor's bread and butter. Mm -hmm. He could do this in his sleep. Um, But, like, also taking slights very badly and wanting to show off machismo... These are usually gangster movies where you get guys like this? Like I'm mm-hmm. thinking like Gangs of Wassey poor mm-hmm. and Well some a listener other films.
0: emailed us to compare Animal to Scarface, and I'm assuming Brian De Palma's Scarface. Um,
1: you're the literally the only person in the world who would think about, like, oh, maybe it's the,
0: I, the 20s one? I am not the only person in the no world that it. knows that Howard Hawks made Scarface I know you're not Brian the, De Palma.
1: But you're the only person, when referred to Scarface, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, do you mean the remake about Brian De Palma? Anyways. Yeah, it is that sort of, like, all I have in my life is, uh, like, my my balls and my, my word, and I don't break either for anybody. Yeah. Whereas Tony is... Super uh, worried about his sister,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, I think.
0: Yeah, it's a much more like. And he's like also a... very possessive
1: of his uh, eventual wife.
0: Yeah, and it's a much more like. Um, both Scarfaces are much more about mommy issues than they are about daddy issues. Yeah, so the, daddy issues, issues, the, the daddy issues
1: is what makes this one. <laughs> it gives it that extra spice because okay. we have so many movies about guys being like. Mothers' boys, right? We have like,
0: so many movies about daddy issues in Bollywood da- too.
1: Not as many. Like daddy okay. issues, I find is more of a Western construct. See, mm. like Star Wars, for instance. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't like, know about that. Mother
1: issues is the kind of secret sauce of a lot of uh, Hindi films.
0: I don't know about that. I think there's. I think it's equal. <laughs> but keep going.
1: But anyway, that's that's what makes this odd, and I think. So I was watching this, and I was kind of like laughing incredulously a lot because yeah. things were happening... Do you want to this...
0: explain the plot?
1: Well, there isn't much of a plot. Like, uh, <laughs> Anil Kapoor gets attacked.
0: Yeah. There's an assassination son... attempt on Anil Kapoor.
1: Which we we see the actual assassination attempt almost at the very end of the movie, like yeah. three hours in. <laughs> but we see the consequences of that for, like, two straight hours. Yeah. Uh, Kapoor Kapoor's a weirdo. Uh, he brings a gun to school. And um, he's just got, like, sort of inflexible, like, anyone... Uh, Even like a politician just saying like, oh, you know, you got to play ball. You got to kind of compromise on literally anything in your life.
0: He's been exiled to the U.S. um, because his dad is unimpressed with how he treated his brother-in-law and also a sitting minister. Yeah. And his uh, choice of wife um, because he married beneath his cast. And he really like you get a whole scene with him. Courting his wife that just feels like totally plucked out of uh, Kabir Singh or yeah. Arjun Reddy, where he just says to this girl like, yeah, we're together now. Come on my sex plane. Now we're married." The sex plane. Yeah, and then um, and he's also got the
1: rocking the cigarette pack in the uh, yeah. white T-shirt, kind of yeah. like a '50s greaser.
0: Yeah, so and the could- film is the film is kind of eight years after that, where he returns to India after this assassination attempt on his dad to get revenge... Well, to find out who it was and kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: There's multiple uh, exact body doubles, like Mm -hmm. in war.
0: Yeah. Like a
1: spoiler uh, spoiler alert. And uh, something that I thought was actually going to be called the bullet machine, but I've been heard it was called the (laughs) bullet machine online. Uh, The first half of the movie ends with a pretty spectacular, I thought, uh, you know, action scene where, like, uh, he mentions later he's killed three hundred people, and that's where it happened.
0: Yeah, at interval, I kind of thought maybe maybe I was gonna like this movie. At th- that point, I kind of felt like it was building towards like a satire of toxic masculinity. I think that's what he's trying and to do,
1: but he no, doesn't.
0: he 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 believes all this. He like if you listen or read yeah. interviews with him, I don't think he thinks there's satire here.
1: It, that's you what's know, so infuriating like, about this movie. Do you know what, Sandy?
0: To bring it back to Scarface, Sandy Bradivanga, I think, is he's one of those college kids uh, or university kids with the Scarface poster on their wall and has no idea that, like, Oliver Stone and Brian De Palma were making satire. He's taken yeah. it at face value.
1: The American and dream.
0: I do think while there's moments in this film that, again, start to that, and that big fight scene where um there seems to be like diegetic singing like every like it's a well, very yeah
1: that's kind of the sort of um one of the more debated things i've seen online
0: yeah it's <clears throat> it's a really interesting fight scene um that leads up to interval it's very violent but it just like it has it's not as
1: violent as i thought though like lots of bodies yeah. dropping but like not the sort of up-close personal violence I was expecting. That
0: comes later in the second half. Like, that. Like it has more of a, like, wannabe John Wick over-the-top kind of sensibility. And the way that it works in, like, the music is really interesting.
1: Music was good.
0: Yeah. I'll say that. that,
1: Unapologetically good music.
0: Yeah, like that, and that's largely, and that's largely where it, like, won a lot of those Filmfire Awards. Yeah. Um, That's really exciting. But then... The second half of this film just yeah. like it keeps it gets stupid. Oh, it's such a grind. It gets even more ridiculous, more stupid, and the violence just starts to become really really distasteful. And I I did find it misogynist. Um and yeah, by the end of it, and it keeps going through the credits and then yeah. announces a sequel, like I I don't know why people are invested. Which I had this. heard
1: or I think maybe you told me it was called Animal Kingdom. Now it's called Animal Kingdom. I
0: never said it was called Animal Kingdom. Okay,
1: I saw someone saying Animal Kingdom and I'm thinking like, well, that well makes... the Disney lawyers yeah. probably not interested <laughs> yeah. in that. Um, but like this is so archly acted and directed yeah. that I almost thought it was parody at some points. Like I don't it. Think it versed on though. Lynchian with like he's got this stupid bike and he's driving around yeah. like a 50s greaser in what we're Assuming is mid nineteen nineties India, the guess, sex plane. You didn't get into the. sex I said plane. the sex plane, no, but like it's a it's a magic plane that you can have sex on, <laughs> and the autopilot will just come close to killing you. But interesting, a like lot you could you could pull up and then back to the sex plane, mm-hmm. um, and then later on they bring up the sex plane, and he's like, "Should I go get the plane?" And his wife is kind of considering it, which is very funny.
0: I I would. I would be interested in a defense of this film as kind of satire, but yeah, it's, sorry, it, d- it does not
1: work for me. Oh, I, no, um, I, if I was trying to take this movie seriously, it's terrible. I, yeah. Like, it's unapologetically I, just I
0: feel, mediocre. I feel uncomfortable with how the film approaches its sick and Muslim characters. Yes,
1: that's, that's kind of um, the big thing is that... Um, it's talking about uh, certain parts of the population, but I don't know if anyone's going to like what it has to say.
0: I know Sandy Bredy has said that he really um, wanted to show the sick characters as heroic, um, and he spoke to the actors to make sure that you know
1: they're very macho. That,
0: that things, yeah, yeah, that things were not um, offensive. However, for me, it felt like he was portraying them as like like, hyper-masculine, bloodthirsty, violent yeah. men. that And that, dumb, too. Yeah, and I like, felt...
1: Like, Ranbir Kapoor could just go to the village yeah, and
0: I felt, figure out this
1: whole family schism and be like, well, can yeah. you 12 guys come and be my personal retinue for the next few years?
0: Yeah, I felt uncomfortable with that. And then it, the film really, could, like, goes out of its way to make the the villains Muslim. So it just, I don't know, I just felt...
1: And for all that was spoken about like Bobby Deal, he's doesn't, good, he doesn't sure. talk, yeah. but that, that was interesting to find out. And uh, I thought he did a good job of what he was given, which is basically like a rival gangster businessman. Not entirely clear what his whole deal is because he doesn't talk. Um, and he's very menacing, and I mm-hmm. thought he looked like he was absolutely shredded. He looked mm-hmm. great. Um, I forget what Salman Khan film he was in. Race mm-hmm. 3, was it? Where he's also mm-hmm. pretty... No. Or was that another Dale? Um, but anyway, I think it was race three. I, I'm remembering. He looked great. He's obviously worked out a lot. He's taking his shirt off, getting in fights with people, doing violence. That was a that was enjoyable, but it's kind of, I don't know. I, I think yeah, it's it's verging into um, unpleasant territory with regards to religion, and um, like sure the defenders of this movie would say like, you're a bunch of whitewashed liberals who don't like this sort of thing. And yeah. Guilty as yeah, charged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I didn't find it effective enough as propaganda to understand that I th- was supposed to think Ran Vijay was cool. Yeah. And I don't know if that was supposed to be the point, like it's deconstructing masculinity, but also I don't think it has anything to say about like masculinity actually is cool. Like, Um, Rambir Kapoor's character for the second half he gets fat uh, he has lots of damage done to him and like he's he's basically like a broken shell of a man Mm -hmm. but then like he gets on the on the trail again and he's he's fine (laughs) so I I don't finds a new girl yeah um, I thought that that was actually interesting also like
0: like from scene to scene, it felt like they were making up the movie as they yeah, were. Yeah, that Which was, I, know, that was the which thing, I yeah. know is, like, a very silly complaint because every movie is making it, like, yeah. making it up from scene to scene. But it just felt like, like, there were race levels of, yes. like, race two Ra- levels. No, race
1: three. Come on. <laughs> no. Race two had better twists.
0: But what I'm saying is, like, race two levels of just, like, ridiculous n- twists within scenes that were totally unbelievable. But race two has, like... It has humor yeah. Like Race 2 does have like Satire and camp on its side <laughs> This does yeah, not
1: Cause like poor's character is Basically horrified at all of the things That his son does Yes as he should be And he should be But like I don't Like If this is supposed to be like Oh masculinity was bad He was well, I Not think, there for his son Yeah
0: ultimately like The point of the film seems to be like Bad parenting Yeah like, like
1: Talk to your kid more Yeah that the uh, 500 people would have still be alive if maybe you got off the phone and talked to your kids more. So like it has a very mixed message. I can see yeah. why people liked it. Um, misogyny is always very popular, unfortunately. It's gonna sell. Um, but this was like sort of just a warmed over rehash of Ognipath. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that Shakti Kapoor's character was yeah. funnier in that one. I will one. say,
0: I do agree with the with the De Palma-Scarface kind of um
1: It's explicitly shouted out in the very end. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say, but there's, like, yeah. a scene that is straight out of Scarface. Yeah.
0: And, and I'll also say, if you would like to hear about Howard Hawks' Scarface, I do have an episode of Trash hey, totally the Movies on both Scarfaces, and I talk a lot about why Howard Hawks' Scarface is great, and people should watch it
1: i agree i also think <laughs> I, I think that a palma scarface while also similarly kind of brutal and punishing to watch I, like I've i think never, it, it has a point whereas yeah, this I, the point is the status quo that shit rules
0: i don't think oliver stone i mean this is getting away from the point but i don't think oliver stone and De Palma were necessarily a good match um yeah and i just yeah so stone wrote the script De Palma directed it and i i love bride Palma i'm a Bit more mixed on Oliver Stone, but I think they both, um, you know, th- their intentions there with that film, and I think what it has to say, uh, has been totally misunderstood.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which I don't so.
0: necessarily think is their fault.
1: But it, it's that Truffaut quote of like, you can't make anti-war movies because, yeah, you know war looks cool or some shit. I don't remember what he said. I'm sure it wasn't exactly that, but, like... Uh, War is
0: inherently exciting.
1: Yeah, like, the act of portraying things. Yeah. But there are ways to show um, that...
0: Every war film is inherently kind of pro-war in some sense, because um, war is
1: exciting. And every drug dealer, like, guy (laughs) becoming head of a big crime organization movie is also exciting and cool, but... Do you know what the anti-animal is? Directed <laughs> by the best uh, guy for gangster movies currently working.
0: Uh, Gangs of Wassey? It's Mukaba.: Oh, Mukabaz, yes.
1: Now that's a movie about a guy who, again, probably should give up at numerous points during <laughs> his journey. Gets his ass kicked repeatedly and is very depressing and sad. There's a mute person. But also, it is like, um, oh, what's his name? Jimmy Shurgle? Jimmy Shurgle's character is that sort of, like, yeah. uh, incredibly possessive and scary toxic masculinity person. And at no point do we think, am I supposed to think he's cool? No,
0: <laughs> no you're terrified of Jimmy <laughs> Whereas Shergill.
1: over the course of Animal, I'm just like, you keep showing Ren V. J. doing cool things and saying things that I'm supposed to think are cool, but there's such a disconnect there, I don't understand if this is working. Yeah. So, yeah, just muddled... I guess we'll probably watch Animal Park. I don't know. Ugh. Hopefully it's shorter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, sorry. You probably wanted us to go in more on the fans, not you. you. Uh, fans, you probably wanted us to go in more <laughs> on how this is sexist and sucks, et cetera. But I don't know. I, I truly found it baffling. It reminded me most of McGruber and Showgirls. These movies that I love Mag- showgirls. McGruber definitely trying to be parody mm-hmm. and parodying action movies and macho. And Showgirls doing something. I'm I'm not a Showgirls apologist like a lot of people, I but love it, it, it had that weird wavelength of a bunch of rich people doing stuff that uh, is... Supposed to be sexy, but definitely isn't. Mm-hmm. That sort of disconnect, uh, ludonarrative dissonance.
0: I did think a lot about Mukabaz while we were watching it as well and how much I prefer Mukabaz. So,
1: yeah, if you like Animal, try Mukabaz. It's better in almost every way, doesn't have a bullet machine though. So, that's that's true. I'm missing out on that. Uh, I also said online that the, um, the continued insistence on showing Ren face while he's shooting people detracts from the John Wickiness of it all because mm-hmm. John Wick what's cool about those action scenes is that you're seeing it from afar and you're able to see Keanu running around doing all this cool stuff if you just zoom in on Rambi Kapoor's face every single time you don't see the cool athleticism on display yeah. and the violence is um abstracted because I don't know
0: I don't do, I don't it, if he screwed up
1: the the filming style if he wanted to even say it's like a John Wick type title.
0: All right, Matt, we're in the home stretch. We have two more films to discuss, both of which were released on Netflix, and both of which come to us from one of our favorite directors, Zoya Akhtar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, first, we have a film she directed The Archies, an official adaptation of the American comic book The Archies. Now, you and I, we like The Archies. The, the comics. We grew up the reading band. them. I, I do <laughs> no, like the I band. Mean, sugar, sugar is a great song. If
1: you're, do you mean the band, the Archies, or do you mean the comics, the Archies? I just want to be specific. <laughs>
0: oh, you're just doing this because of Scarface. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, like in general, the Archies franchise, uh, the comics, the band, the cartoons, Riverdale, like just the it all of
1: it. I mean, Archie comics yeah. is probably. Some of the earliest stuff I read, yeah. Like you know, my parents would buy me a double digester mm-hmm. too when we go on a road trip, and yeah. Love those, yeah. I mean, I really um,
0: loved the TV movie uh, "To Riverdale and Back Again" that we we had on VHS as kids, which is about like all of the Archie characters as adults attending their like high school reunion, and that's where I learned what a Concord was, because Veronica flew the Concord. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I was into Jughead's Time Police. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. He travel through yeah. time
1: writing historical wrongs. Um, I still never figured out what the S meant on his shirt. I don't
0: know I think you knows. could.
1: I think you could look it up. Like, there are theories. Oh, okay. But yeah, like, I've been reading Archie comics my whole life. Yeah. Um, Riverdale, we watched, what, the first two seasons?
0: We gave up during the second season. Yeah. I was I was really into it at first and then yeah, I think right before the Carrie musical, I I gave up. I just thought like this this is clearly going to jump the shark and,
1: and then it went on it for sa- like four more it seasons. It sounds
0: like it did too. Like well, everything I've heard about that show since it's, we gave up on it.
1: Like it just keeps putting more sharks sharks in yes. front of itself to jump over. Yeah. Like but it's, I think, it's more fun to watch recaps of because yeah. the actual show is sort of exhausting to think about. It.
0: But I think we both have fond memories of growing up, you know, and spending our summers just lying around reading stacks and stacks of R2 comics. Yeah,
1: So yeah, I was always a double-digest guy. Yeah,
0: me too, yeah. So when this was uh, announced, I was really excited about it. You know, one of my favorite directors making an adaptation of, like, a real childhood fave, uh, and and really, like, it, it seemed like from from early on, uh, you know, starting to get the, the cast pictures, it seems like it, it was really going to be, like, a dose of nostalgia.
1: Yeah. And so... It was interesting, too. Like, I saw comics people on Twitter and yeah. other social media like Western comics people Mm -hmm. sort of being a little interested in this, like this released day and date on Netflix. Like it may have gotten a bit more traction in the Western world than other uh, Indian properties. Like,
0: well, it is a Western property. Yeah, exactly. Like
1: this is a really interesting choice because I would say like almost everyone in North America knows who Archie is. Yeah. Like as a brand, it's, Something that almost every kid here grows up with, mm-hmm. even if you're a weird religious person, they have <laughs> those uh, parables ones. Have you ever seen those? No. Oh, they're like chick tracks almost. Oh, okay. Uh, my parents found me some in like rural Saskatchewan. I think it's, it's weird. <laughs> okay. But like everyone knows who Archie is. Yeah.
0: Uh, and i think axar was smart to set it in the 1960s so again Mm -hmm. like like i say about that dose of nostalgia you know like i'm nostalgic for archie so i think like setting it in the past um is really smart and she sets it within the anglo-indian community which i think is also very smart you know kind of um because it is a a western franchise um and this film got a lot of flack for what else matt nepotism because it features Three new star kids yeah. playing our three central uh, characters in the Archie universe. Archie, I think that, Betty first, and Veronica. that first
1: video they put out of like just the kids hanging out. I don't know if that was the way to get everyone interested in the franchise because literally all we know at this point is just like this guy's. I out. liked
0: it though, but I I really one of the things I really love about this movie is the the costume design.
1: Yeah. I think that set a lot of people's teeth on edge. They probably could have just gotten away with waiting for the actual trailer, and then you wouldn't have months of discourse about yeah
0: this. well yeah from when this was announced us finally seeing it I, it was over it was years you yeah. know i i've been excited for i had been excited for this movie for years um so Agastya nanda who is uh amitabachan's grandson plays archie kushi kapoor sri Devi's daughter plays betty and suhana khan shahra khan's daughter plays ronnie the rest of the cast, um, or at least the rest of kind of the, the teenage characters, are, are newcomers. So, Vendon Reyna plays Reggie. I think he's actually kind of the big breakout star of the whole thing. He's really good. Yeah. Mihir Ahuja plays Jughead. No, no, no. Not a lot of Jughead in the movie. No. I love Jughead. Not a lot of Jughead.
1: And you'll notice that we're saying the American names, too. Like, they didn't try and make him, like... No. Um, well, they're,
0: they're anglo Indian. Well, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think...
1: That's smart.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Dot, this indie singer songwriter Dot plays Ethel Muggs. She also does a lot of the singing throughout the film.
1: They don't call her Big Ethel.
0: No. <laughs> No, she's also Dot is a very kind of tidy woman. I, I don't think they should be calling her Big Ethel.
1: But that's what they always call her in the comics. Though. That's
0: true. That's true. Um, and Yuvraj Menda as Dilton, who I think is also a bit of a, a breakout. People
1: liked him. Um, I, li- I liked him. I liked him. I good. Yeah. So
0: it's 1960s. We're in a hillside station known as Riverdale.
1: We need a, <laughs> a whole backstory of this place. The uh,
0: whole backstory of this place, because the central plot. Well, there's kind of two. There is the uh, love, the classic love triangle between. Archie, Betty, and Veronica that mm. a bit of Cheryl mixed in. Of course you have to have a bit of Cheryl mixed in.
1: My favorite.
0: Yes, I know. Uh, and then ultimately it becomes about Crooked Land developers uh, Hiram Lodge, well, of Hiram course. Hiram Lodge being a Crooked Hiram Land Lodge, uh, Wanting to tear down the park at the center of Riverdale where years ago uh, kind of post-partition when India became a country, uh, all of the kind of all of the kids and their parents like planted trees in this park, and so this yeah. park uh, represents the roots of the community. But Hiram Lodge wants to tear down, and the Archie gang wants to keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, that is kind of the B plot because the it's A also about is-
1: gentrification too. <laughs> yes, because yeah. Lodge is buying up all these other businesses in town that the yeah. kids work at or their parents own.
0: Yeah. Uh, That, I don't know, you can decide what the A Plot or the B Plot is because at the same time, you know, Ronnie has returned from Europe and she wants to, you know, strike up a romance with Archie. Yeah. Betty likes Archie, and Archie, is he going to go with Betty, or is he going to go with Veronica? This is the tale of old as of time yeah. in the Archie comics.
1: Betty's also kind of the viewpoint character. There's Yeah, some she's,
0: she's kind of the lead, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's her writing in her diary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they really made the most of that, but, you know, it's kind of, it's a little interesting.
0: Another old, notable aspect of this film is that it's an actual <laughs> musical. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have like just the film doesn't just stop for musical sequences. Like it's ninety nine
1: percent of Bollywood. Movies.
0: Yes, yeah. no, it's 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 a musical like the way Jagger Jesus is a musical. The the songs are part of the story. Betty is often kind of singing about her feelings and about what's going on. They're integrated into the film.
1: See, that's why another reason why I was wondering like, is this kind of a play at Western audiences? Because it's a Western property. Uh, it goes to great lengths to make it but same, understandable for people. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, like it wasn't really promoted here, and it stars three new star kids. And like, but yeah,
1: like a Western audience yeah. is not going to know that they're new.
0: No, that's true. So,
1: like, that's kind of what I wondered about this whole thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's definitely, I think, a very interesting project.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think a lot of people think it's a failure. I, I think I liked it more than most. Uh, you know, I, I hate for this to be kind of a theme of this episode. I would put it kind of on the bottom of my Zoya Akhtar ranking. <laughs> However,
1: I think I read did those too. You <laughs> know, check my Zoya Akhtar ranking.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it'd probably be on the bottom of my Zoya Akhtar ranking. However, I love all of her films and I kind of just only really like this one. So, okay, what's
1: your Zoya Akhtar ranking?
0: Uh, I don't know. Um, okay,
1: mine's Gully Boy, Delta Dakane Do, Zindigi Namalegi Dobara, Luck by Chance, Archie's.
0: I would probably do the same but swap uh Namalagi Dabara and Dil Dhadakne Yeah. But that's partly cuz I rewatched Zindaginama Dabara more recently. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, again, like I love all those movies. And so this one being, you know, I just like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and It's
1: yeah. a time pass.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't really feel the need to watch it again, but I really did not think that it was as bad as people are making it out to be.
1: No, um, we've seen much worse.
0: Yeah, us. again, I think the, the non-Star Kid performances do shine a bit more than the Star Kid performances uh i think the the whole supporting cast which we won't get into the parents um, and stuff but they're all fantastic there's a lot of my favorite song
1: too when all the parents are reminiscing
0: yeah yeah like you know there's a lot of um a lot of character actors um you know a lot of hey it's that guy it's nice to see like luke kenny who Mm -hmm. is an anglo-indian playing uh, Reggie's father, Vinay Pathak, I think really sticks out. Like it's a really, it's a really lovely supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's, it's a very kind of like if you're into cottagecore, like it's a very kind of like cozy film. Everyone's and, wearing knits. Yeah, and like yeah. the sixties costumes are really fun. I think unfortunately it starts out with like the first dance sequence is, I think probably the weakest one. Is that like, the one at the carousel. No, it's the one um, where they do Wooly Bully. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Ronnie... It's like Ronnie's
1: birthday party? Yeah, because yeah. she
0: just came back. And I think, like...
1: She yeah. does the Elaine dance. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think, unfortunately, that. But I do think the song sequences pick up, although that the high point is still pretty early. It's Dishoom Dishoom, which we played mm-hmm. um, with all the girls on roller skates. It's I like that one. very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just, like, I do... And and Christmas. There's Christmas. There's Christmas And there's stuff. Christmas songs. Uh, I don't know. I was I did enjoy the, the film, even though, you know, like I was like, yeah, you know, it's
1: It it's, seems slight. It's not amazing. But, but that's not the worst thing in the world. Also, no. if you're looking to the Archies for like serious social commentary or something, you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? This is Archie <laughs> comics. Like, I think I
0: just wish it, it had popped more and been a bit more fun. Yeah. Um again, I still really enjoy it. It's Archie's it. fault. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he kinda comes off as a bit of a lech, actually. Yeah. Like nowhere near like animal. But like he kinda it seems like he is playing the girls as like a playboy. Yeah, it really Whereas does. Yeah. Traditionally in the Archie comics he kind of is just like a doofus and he's yeah. kinda whatever girl he's with he's just absolutely in love with. But in this one he's well, like it's it's It seems a little less innocent than typically Archie is portrayed.
0: Well, yeah, and I think this is, again, where, like, the supporting characters really shine. Like, I think what they do with Dilton, um, who is very obviously gay in the film um is really well done i think everything with reggie is really good mm-hmm. uh, reggie's
1: dad owns the town newspaper yeah, and, and like, he wants to be a article. journalist yeah. yeah
0: yeah dot dot works at a at a hair sorry her name is ethel but it's yeah. it's the actress dot
1: well. is a very archy name to have
0: yeah, he really <laughs> is uh but ethel works at like a hair salon and then she gets poached by this other hair Isn't salon dilton's
1: girlfriend in the comics named dot maybe
0: Oh I don't I think know. So. Well, Dilton doesn't have a girlfriend. Well, not in this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Um, Dilton
1: wants Reggie.
0: Yeah. Surprisingly Hedy Lamar is a plot point. Like
1: Yeah, that was Yeah. Didn't see that coming.
0: I saw something about it on Twitter about Hedy Lamar and I did not expect it to be as big a big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough
1: we'd watched uh, Blazing Saddles not too long before this thing <laughs> yeah. you didn't know about the Headley Lamar no, thing too so
0: no um, you know I, and also like ultimately it's a film for teenagers and so yeah. you know I. Was it's t-
1: very aesthetic quote unquote
0: yes yes which is what I was getting about like the, the costume design and um, and kind of like the whole hillside town setting it just like everything about it is very kind of Wes Anderson-y posy. too or yeah.
1: at least like maybe not Wes anderson in design but like attention to detail.
0: Yeah. I think you'd agree also that like some of the costume design does resemble my actual closet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, You like pastels
0: and plaid and like plaid pants and sweaters. Like I wear, I wear a lot of that. So, um, Yeah, I think that's part of one of... I think that's one of the reasons why I really liked the costume design because it actually resembles my own closet at times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'd be interested to know in what teenagers think about this movie because I think that's ultimately who it's for. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, And yeah, I just... I think, yeah, like, the negativity directed at this movie I thought was a bit unwarranted.
1: Like, it's a three out of five.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's, It's perfectly fine. I think it's just... The personnel involved, like... People expect bigger stuff from Zoya Akhtar.
0: I, yeah, I wish it was more fun, and I wish that kind of the, I wish the film, like it has so much going for it, um, in terms of kind of look, and yeah, and I just I wish I wish that um, that it could kind have of rose to the challenge. But what it is, I still think is a very nice
1: movie. I think it's a very interesting thing to do. It's probably the most interesting film of the year, just based on concept. Yeah, like it's. Definitely trying to do something different from everything else on this list.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's
1: not a biopic of some guy who went to school good. It's, not, I hate... it's not a biopic about... Um, it's not, you know...
0: Well, and I think, unfortunately, like we've seen with like films like Jack of Justice, when you do really try and kind of do something...
1: Yeah. Um, another movie that might be... Out of the be,
0: mold, it doesn't... It's not received well.
1: Um, another movie that might be more beholden to, like, Western comics mm-hmm. than anything Indian.
0: Yeah. So. Well, but at least that's from our perspective sure. as fans, as, as fans, as white people. But it feels fans like Western comics. It, it feels
1: like Tintin. It feels like yeah. um, Encyclopedia Brown. It feels yeah. like that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it might be just trying to bridge the gap between Western and Eastern filmgoers in a way that didn't succeed for some. Yeah, and I agree, the Star Kids are not amazing. Uh, Kushi Kapoor is very attractive.
0: She's probably the best of the three, yeah. Yeah,
1: she looks great. Um, I did watch that episode of Copy with Quran* with her, and I was like, I can't say I'm big fans of her or her sister, honestly. <laughs> I still haven't been impressed by her sister and very much.
0: The Cargill Girl was good.
1: Again, it was fine. It's another war biopic of which we've seen yeah. 40 of them lately. Yeah. I don't know. They need, they need more... Actually, it's hard to say that Kushi needs more interesting material because she was given very interesting material on this. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see where they go next, but I could also see her never doing a movie again. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. What's our, what's our last film? How did we end the year, Matt?
1: Okay, last movie. Uh, well,
0: <laughs> we, had, we, Zoya we, we, we technically project. ended the year with Twelfth
1: Fail, which is the last thing we watched right. in real time. But the last thing that came out was Hum Hamkahan. Which uh, means, Where Have We Lost Ourselves? Mm-hmm. That's a very pretentious title. Uh, so, this was written by Zoya Aghtar and Rima Kagti and produced by them, but was directed by um, a debut director named Arjun Varane Singh. Um, but yeah, it's an Excel Tiger Baby type joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it features, uh, just get the cast here features Siddhant Chaturvedi as uh, Imad, Ananya Pandey as Ahana, and Adarsh Gaurav as Neil, as well as Kalki Kokla as Simran. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're pretty familiar with uh, three of those. So Adarsh Gaurav is the one we don't really know the most. He's kind of the... Um, well, Ananya is pretty new too, mm-hmm. but like... We'd seen uh, the other car- the other actors in a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of an interesting one for us, but we had seen The White Tiger, which is his yeah. big one. Uh, this is nowhere near as uh, trying to do something as The White Tiger. I feel like this is pretty um, one of those movies they make every 10 years. With Let's check in with what the kids are up to.
0: Yeah, it's trying to be like a modern kind of like Dil Chatahay kind of thing.
1: Yeah, Sidan Chatravedi plays a mod. He's a stand-up comic whose material is all his dating life, basically. Yeah. He doesn't appear to be going anywhere. He's also very rich. He's so also he...
0: frequently made fun of for, like, being on Tinder. Like, yeah. he's some sort of, like, serial dater. And on one hand, I appreciate kind of that in this film, it's a guy that everyone thinks of as a slut. However, yeah. I don't really see, like, what the big deal is that he's on Tinder and going on dates. And, like,
1: no. like he
0: doesn't seem to be treating his hookups poorly, like... He seems
1: like a nice enough guy.
0: Yeah. He's a like, little
1: damaged, but people like that.
0: But, like, we're really made to believe that he's some sort of, like...
1: It's like a sex sexual addict.
0: deviant. Yeah, yeah, like a sex addict. Yeah, like, like
1: he's a David Duchovny on California case or something, but it's yeah. just like... Uh, I don't know. We know people like that in real life, or we used to. Um, <laughs> like, not a... We town used to because
0: most people are, like, coupled up in our life now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Nanya Pandey, she's a corporate type and um, she at the beginning of the movie breaks up with her.
0: No her boyfriend breaks up with her. Her
1: boyfriend, boyfriend breaks up with her. And then she kind of goes on an obsessive Instagram run mm-hmm. where she starts doing like thirst traps and like yeah. going out and doing things trying to become Instagram famous. And
0: stalking his new girlfriend. But yeah. she's, she's she's just trying to make him jealous and get his attention through Instagram.
1: Yeah. Uh, Neil Adashgrav he's a um, personal he trainer. works at a gym. He's a personal trainer. He becomes famous on Instagram because he's wor- he has to sub in for another guy who works with Malika Aurora. Mm-hmm. And she takes a picture of him. So he kind of gets a little famous. Yeah. And also his girlfriend, played by Anya Singh, is Lakshmi Lala. Um, she's like a what you would just call an influencer yeah. she gets free stuff from corporations mm-hmm. she free goes trips. goes on trips and stuff
0: but doesn't want to put her boyfriend on yeah. Yeah, on but social it, media.
1: It's like when uh the when Homer and the gang made the B-Sharps <laughs> and sure. he, he couldn't say that he was married because he wanted the the yeah. record company wanted people to think he was single. Right. That's yes. her thing. Like she doesn't want to appear tied down. Mm-hmm. Uh and then Kaki Kokla is an older woman who uh hooks up with Siddha Chaturvedi on Tinder. Yeah. Um she has what to me sounds like a fairly douchey art project (laughs) of like taking pictures and interviewing guys that she meets on Twitter. Tinder. Tinder, but it's like, okay, you're not trying that hard at art, that's fine. But the plot of this movie basically is these three uh, main characters, uh, Sid, um, Imad, and uh, Ahana live together, uh, platonic uh, roommates. Mm -hmm. Um, They all, I think, knew each other from school.
0: Yeah. Probably,
1: and uh, it's just them Trying to grasp the enormity of their online personas yeah. and like grow up.
0: It's a 20 something kind of coming of age thing where the ultimate message is everyone should put their phone down and live life in the moment.
1: Which is not a bad message.
0: It's what not- this movie
1: does is just very. <laughs> Banal.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad message, but I did overall find it really condescending.
1: Well, we might have to go into spoiler zone for the real reason you don't like this movie. Well,
0: we'll, we'll get there. But, like, I did kind of overall find the message really condescending. It also felt like old yes. trying to explain how. That's like, the main problem. Yeah, how social media works and why social media is bad. Like I think that's
1: what your Tinder thing comes from is like yeah, older or th- authors, or older screenwriters trying to say. That, oh, Tinder is ruining relationships and stuff. But, like, people were saying that 15 years ago.
0: Or, like, how Lala is, like... Sell out or lying to her fans But it's just like, no, her job is an influencer, and everyone understands that she's getting like free stuff and getting paid for stuff. Like, yeah, I think she's we like all, an actress who doesn't act, yeah, we all understand that now. But that's like a big um, plot point. Is it, 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 yeah. it, it, it's like 20 somethings didn't have media literacy, which I think actually they do have a bit more media literacy than this film was giving them credit for. I like to think um, so. There might
1: be it might be targeting an audience in India that does buy into this stuff, maybe. so maybe, but I, I feel like even. That hypothetical audience would feel yeah. a condescended to. There
0: was just like aspects of it that felt really preachy. Um, I do think that the the central performances are very good. Yeah. Um, I quite like Ananya Pandey. Uh, I've and liked her well, in
1: everything so far, yeah.
0: Well, you didn't see Student of the Year, too.
1: Okay, well, I didn't see her debut <laughs> performance. I
0: know people are kind of surprised or, like, they're really championing this performance because, like, oh, like, it, it's like a breakthrough performance for her. She was
1: getting Gary on, though. Yeah, she was. And yeah. I yeah
0: I don't disagree with that. Um, so was
1: Sithen Chaturvedi.
0: Yeah, we always love Sithen Chaturvedi. Kalki Kultman, I think, is really good. And I actually kind of really like where... Um, that kind of younger guy, older woman relationship goes. Like she Kalki yeah. has a right to be annoyed that he's on Tinder, but I think yes. everyone else making fun of him. Well, um, on Tinder
1: when they're in a relationship. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, any goodwill I had towards this film was really destroyed in the third act.
1: Um Let's like, just talk around. It.
0: Yes. Sit down tragedy is like not a good stand up comedian. And I, we have to
1: watch his set like five times. Yeah. Which Talk about getting off your phone! That that drove me to look at my phone because he's it's, not very good. It's
0: a really Mr. Holland's Opus situation. where yeah. we're like, is this supposed to be a good opus? We yeah. don't we can't tell because we certainly do not think it's good stand-up. The comedy. crowd
1: certainly did not like uh, the last part of the opus.
0: Yeah, and then like there's a reveal uh, on stage uh, during kind of the last act of his that we see that I thought was really um, unearned and really cheap. And really insulting.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it, feel, it feels like 90s depiction of, like, someone's pathology. Yeah. Like, there's an exact reason why this person goes on to be a quote-unquote sex addict, and this is it.
0: Yeah, and so that really frustrated me, and I think, like, the goodwill I had towards the film really... And, and like the goodwill I had left towards the film really plummeted. That really, I mean, I think Santiago Bayo's good, but also I think everyone that showed up to that comedy show and had to watch that deserves a refund. Like, yeah, like you, you did not You're deliver not gonna, on making people
1: laugh. Sajan that's not going to get you the Netflix special. <laughs> no, in no universe is that like going to be seen as funny. Co- oh, oh, but there is that. Uh, what Nanette? Like sometimes oh, boring, yeah. stupid comedy can be a Netflix thing. The session. Hannah
0: Gadsby thing. Yeah, just yeah.
1: being like told to eat vegetables for an hour. I guess that people do like that. Oh, what do I know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've not
1: seen the net by the way, and I never will.
0: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that one still has a lot more jokes than than this did. So yeah, I think ultimately, I was just kind of I was frustrated with this film and and its messages as well as I think it's um it's unearned use of um kind of giving one character some rationale for their behavior in a way that i thought was really um yeah insulting i thought it was really
1: i mean i feel like even something like bevess joshi superhero which was like six or seven years ago Mm -hmm. that had a much better sense of what social media is like
0: yeah i think so
1: and um this just felt dated when i talked about that but as a young people learn stuff type movie those parts were fine
0: yeah, you know, I mean, like, it, does, it certainly taps into, I think, a certain kind of, um, you know, memory of what it was like to be kind of post-post-secondary post, and, you know, kind of things were a bit freer and there's a bit more partying and, you know, before everyone kind of settled down. And I, I think, guess I, like, can get kind of nostalgic for that era of life, but...
1: I think any movie dealing with social media as its main thing right now
0: It's going to be dated immediately.
1: If it does not talk about the pandemic. Right. The pandemic... It did though. It didn't. I don't think it talked about it enough because Mm -hmm. the pandemic and social media at the same time drove people insane. Right. And to not have that be like a defining feature of like, oh yeah, he disappeared down an anti-vax rabbit hole or you know, this person got a parasocial relationship with some person they've seen online because they literally can't leave the house. With Lala. Yeah. Like I think... There are ways in which the social media depicted in this, like the severity of it, does exist. Mm -hmm. But the pandemic was the big driver.
0: Yeah, I I also like didn't really understand why these three were friends. Like they're planning on opening like a gym together. Yeah, and like Neil really like he he doesn't he's really poor. Yeah, he's poor and doesn't like make as much money and really wants to like prove himself and that's a big part of his character. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. I hate I hate to end this episode on a low note, but... Well,
1: we don't need to. We could talk about our five best and five worst.
0: Have you... Do you have those ready to go? I do. Okay.
1: Okay. I'll let you guess. Because you don't have yours ready to go. Okay. Okay. So, what do you want to do? Five best or worst first?
0: Uh, five best. So, Rocky or Ronnie, from Kahani.
1: Okay. Starting it first... My first, my best Hindi picture, my favorite Hindi picture of the year.
0: Rocky Orani Ki from Kahani. No. Um,
1: we talked about it today. A 12th fail? No.
0: I don't know, man. My
1: number one is Jawan.
0: Jawan, okay, yeah.
1: I thought that, super fun, great time. Um, I think that the sort of turbo cinema that it does uh, reminded me of like Speed Racer or something where I felt like all movies are going to be like this. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the success of that movie will probably draw more po- movies to be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two for the year is Patan. Okay. Uh, my number three is Rocky Orani. My number four is Twelfth Fail. and My number five is something we didn't, we talked about in the last episode, which is uh, Banda.
0: Okay. Um, probably- Surf Ek Banda Coffee Hey. Yeah, so I'd probably say like Rocky Orrani, Ki Pram Kahani. I'm also with you on Sirfa Banda, Cafe Haye, Twelfth Fail, Patan. Was that mm-hmm. five? I think that was four. That was for Niat.
1: Oh, yeah, Niat's good too. Yeah. Uh, I did rank Jubilee higher than all of these. I thought yeah. <laughs> that was a great TV show. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm cheating and putting TV shows on my uh, letterbox list, but mm-hmm. like Jubilee. Had that been a movie, it would have been my favorite movie of the year. I think it just explored yeah. themes that I find very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, bottom five.
0: Well, Bawal's the worst, easily.
1: Bawal is my worst.
0: Yeah, then probably Animal. Nope. No. Nope. It is another
1: Rumbir Kapoor picture, and I bet you don't know the title. Uh,
0: Two Jyoti Main Makar? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Number three worst?
0: Animal? No. Nope. Okay.
1: This... This is kind of cheating. I'm calling this an uh, Indian movie, but it takes place in the States, and it's in English. It lives inside.
0: Oh, wait. Okay, sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's full of Indian personnel.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Sure. Uh,
1: then Animal. Yeah. Then, ooh, ooh. Do you remember this one? This is one we talked about in the first half of the year. Uh, um, I thought the premise was great, but the execution, not so great.
0: Shahzada? No. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Chatterjee versus Norway? No. Gaslight.
1: Gaslight. Yeah. I thought that had a very interesting premise and some visual cool stuff, but yeah, let down. And also, thank you for coming. If you don't want to have the horror movie in there, that's in my bottom five. Yeah. What's yours?
0: Just about the same. Yeah. I was saying all those films because they were also in my bottom
1: five. Almost PR is down there, too.
0: Mrs. Chatterjee
1: versus Norway. Uh, Shazada.
0: It just hasn't, it hasn't been the most exciting year well it has been
1: exciting in some ways yeah like
0: the highs have been pretty high
1: yeah and the lows have even the lows like bawal is a truly spectacular failure on every level Yeah, but the rest of these are just kind of like yeah animal is a very exciting and bad failure like yeah it's a gigantic failure that also made a ton of money so it's not a failure but like it's another example of just like kind of like a movie from a different universe mm-hmm. that I don't want to live in has come to ours and it's super popular so it makes me sad about our universe.
0: There's still some of the kind of romance films that came out like um
1: Yeah, there's a few we were unable to see.
0: Yeah, well, or we just didn't find the time to get to. So, you know, I I'm I'm sure there are some hidden gems. Uh the three of us uh, we didn't get to doc doc mm-hmm. we didn't get to. So, I th- I think there are still like some good movies from the year out there to discover, but from what we saw, yeah, I would say that's like a good, it's a good bottom five, top five kind of situation.
1: My total hidden gem of the year was Catal.
0: Oh yeah, Catal was really good. That's really
1: good, and for TV, Saspahu Bahu, or Flamingo, I don't think as many people watch that.
0: Yeah, it, you know, I came around to it in the end.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Alright, well.
1: Good stuff for female detectives. Yeah. 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 Uh, spies. Yeah. A lot of spy movies. Yeah. Uh, guys who are gangster industrialists, I guess. <laughs> did, they did pretty sure. well this year. Sure. Um, but yeah, kind of a nothing year.
0: Yeah. Uh, And we're not really, and sure, I think we have already alluded to this, we're not really sure what's on the horizon for 2024, but we've already seen Merry Christmas, so I think things are kind of off on a good note. Hopefully. We'll have an amusing
1: story once we get to that one.
0: Hopefully, hopefully uh, the year can, uh, can keep delivering films like
1: that. (laughs) So far the only (laughs) Hindi movie I've seen from this year, pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So
0: hopefully, hopefully there's still, there's more good things to come, Uh, but yeah. Happy New all, Year, everyone. All good
1: things must turn, tune yeah. in, much like this episode.
0: Exactly. Uh, so we'll be back pretty shortly with a, a kind of surprise Netflix and Dill episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but in the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show?
1: And how can they? Things have changed. <laughs> you know, the internet changes people. <laughs> uh, it's at Bollywood Pod. I'm at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S. I think it'll let me know if you tweet me. You're
0: <laughs> really not on Twitter anymore. Um, I'm at Ernie Fraser. Uh, I'm still sort of on Twitter. You can also like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Lovers. You can email us yeah. at Bolly Lovers at gmail.com.
1: Look me up on uh, the StoryGraph. It's a new sort of Goodreads killer. <laughs> I'm enjoying that.
0: If you... Or Belly,
1: which is a restaurant reviewing app. <laughs>
0: if you're a fan of the show, you can leave us a, uh, a star rating review when you're podcatcher of choice. If it's not on Apple uh, Podcasts Just like let us know So we don't miss it
1: Tell a friend Um, You know what There's a podcast I'm listening to Cocaine and rhinestones All he does every time Is just like If you like this Just tell someone else about it Tell one person Yeah
0: Tell a friend uh, and then, yeah, if you want to hear me talk about uh, Scarfaces or other things, uh, if scar- you want to hear my... I think it's
1: Scar's face, actually.
0: <laughs> if you want to hear my overall uh, top 10 of the year, you can listen to my other show, Trash Around the Movies, that I do with Paul Matwichuk. I've had to record these two year-end episodes in one weekend. You've I'm talked exhausted. About, you've talked about
1: about 40 movies. I've talked about
0: so days. many movies, and yeah. I don't remember the plots of any of them. Thank yeah. you for... Um, Coming. <laughs> We'd also like to thank Becca Donkey for our artwork. We love Tuffy.
1: You know, Tuffy, as an actual animal, is probably a nicer person (laughs) than animal.
0: I think so, yes.